0: Hey everyone, Adam here. This week you're going to be seeing these bonus episodes in your Helpful Goat Presents feed. These are some horror-themed games that we've been streaming on Twitch this month in celebration of Spooktober. And we wanted to get them in podcast form in time for Halloween. So enjoy, watch out for language as always, and um, oh, okay, you wanna... Alright, uh, yeah, okay, so this, um, creepy cloaked... Demonic figure just tapped me on the shoulder and wants to say something, so... Yeah, okay, yeah, that's the mic. Just... Yep, just talk right into it. When you got... Music and everything, alright.
1: On this night of nights, this All
2: Hallows' Eve, prepare to be scared, frightened, and distraught. <laughs> Happy
0: Halloween. Nice, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was good. That was super spooky. I dig it. <clears throat> um, are you gonna murder me or Hello, and welcome to Helpful Goat Gaming Presents The Burbs 2019. I am Adam Lover. my pronouns are he, him, his, and I am the media manager of Helpful Goat Gaming. I also play Burbage Kemp on the D&D podcast, Goats and Dragons, and Silver Naran on our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents. But tonight, I am your totally zen Game Master, because I have no idea what's going to happen tonight, and I am okay with it. I am joined by our cast of players tonight, as well as their characters, which I did pre-roll with each of them one-on-one over the past week or so. Their roles, traits, and motivations were determined entirely by the dice, so that's fun. Players, as I introduce you, please say hello to our listeners, and do please share with us your preferred pronouns. First up, we have the benevolent dictator of helpful goat gaming, the DM of our D&D campaigns, The Fates of Wren and Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and Zogoth in our playthrough of Big Gay Orcs, Andy, playing local child Cecil Barkalow. Hey, hey, everyone. Uh, I prefer he, him, his, and so does Cecil. Perfect. Thank you, Andy. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe also do your pronouns for your characters. That that makes sense. Um, you may recognize our next player as having played Nehet in The Fates of Rin, Lissandra in Helpful Goat Presents, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and Grok in Big Gay Orcs. TJ, tonight playing new resident of Mayfield Place, Jacques, Jacques Hammer, Desjardins.
3: Good evening, my sexies. I am TJ. My pronouns are he, him, as are Jacques, and uh, I am so excited for tonight.
0: Yes. All right. Thank you, TJ. Our next player played Moontooth in Big Gay Orcs and GM'd last weekend's playthrough of Dead Channel, Elise, tonight playing local senior citizen Edith D.D. Dillender.
4: Hello. I use she, her pronouns, and so does Dee, Dee.
0: Great. Thank you, Elise. Next up, this player played Salak in Big Gay Orcs. Parker, tonight playing local teenager, Ricky Feldman.
5: Yes. Hey, uh, Ricky Feldman here. Uh, the guy that's playing me's pronouns are he, him, and so am I. <laughs>
0: nice. Okay. Hey, good. Thank you, Parker. Our next players appeared as Kilnash and Duroth, respectively, in Big Aorks. And they're also very special guests from another DD podcast called Pork Fried Dice. KT plays Will on Pork Fried Dice, but here we'll be playing local Mayfield Place enthusiast, Gus Henry.
6: Oh, hell yeah. And I'm very excited to be here. Uh, Gus's pronouns are he, him. My pronouns are they, them, theirs.
0: Excellent. Thank you, KT. And Eric, who both DMs and plays Nick on Pork Fried Dice, will be joining us tonight as veteran and Gus's ex-husband, Chamey.
7: Yes, that's me. Hello. My name is Eric. My character's name is Chamey. Technically Vaughn Chamey, but he goes by Chamey. And both our pronouns are he, him, his. Yeah, that's right, right? Those are the
4: three? Yes. I wanted to say he, him, her,
7: but that would not be
4: correct. You get get to decide,
0: so.
7: Uh, he, he, him, her. Do with that what you want.
0: (laughs) Uh, And finally, we have a new voice here on Helpful Goat, a dear friend of mine, co-creator of my Rodney Dangerfield podcast, The Podney Dangercast. And creator of the promo image that you might have seen on social media for tonight's game, Sam. Tonight, playing local family man, Joey Mulsamler.
8: Well, hi there, everyone. Uh, my name is Sam, and my pronouns are he, him, his. As are Joseph's or Joey's, if you're his friend.
0: If you're his friend, you call him Joey. I bet I, I imagine everybody calls him Joey. Uh, to be honest, Joey. thank you sam okay those are our players tonight there are seven that's a lot and that is okay now just a few announcements before we get started with tonight's game First, The Burbs 2019 is very much an experiment. It is, of course, a role-playing experience inspired by the 1989 Tom Hanks movie The Burbs, as well as an exercise in collaborative storytelling inspired very loosely by the role-playing game Fiasco. As the GM, I have a few things planned out, but for the most part things are probably going to feel very unstructured and maybe even chaotic as we try to collectively improvise a fun and spooky story. Also, as I mentioned, Helpful Goat Gaming hosts a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Goats & Dragons. Please check us out. You can find Goats & Dragons wherever you find podcasts. Uh, The same goes for KT and Eric's podcast, Pork Fried Dice, which, again, is extremely fun. Check them out. We at Helpful Goat stream Goats and Dragons here on Twitch, essentially as a live recording session of our podcast, so if you're interested, please do give us a follow and tune in for that. If you like what you're seeing and hearing, tell your friends, find us on Facebook at Helpful Goat Gaming and on Twitter and Instagram at Helpful Goat. Now, without further ado, let's begin tonight's game of the Burbs. 2019. Mayfield Place, a cul-de-sac located in Hinckley Hills, a neighborhood of Des Moines, Iowa. 30 years ago on this very street, Tom Hanks began suspecting that his new next door neighbors were killers. While investigating with his man-child friends, he inadvertently blew up his neighbor's house and went down in history in the process. For weeks, Mayfield Place was the talk of the nation, with news pundits and talk show hosts throughout the country arguing about the state of the American suburbs and the insidious evils that seemed to increasingly threaten hardworking suburbanites' innocent way of life. Gerardo Rivera even did a special on it Things eventually calmed down on Mayfield Place, but the story of what had happened there lived on. Now, 30 years later, the events of 1989 are the stuff of local myth and legend and firmly set in the past. Hinkley Hills seems like a normal place now, full of normal people, and Mayfield Place seems like any other normal cul-de-sac in this very normal neighborhood. But of course, what's a story about the Burbs without a seedy underbelly? What are a bunch of suburbanites without some shady secrets and an inclination towards suspicion? And what's a peaceful cul-de-sac without a new resident to welcome to the neighborhood? Players, characters, audience, welcome to the Burbs 2019. All right. Now comes for uh, the big wild card for tonight. Um, I am going to roll a D10. I have randomly assigned each player one of the numbers from 1 through 10. Two of the numbers have been assigned to NPCs, and one of the numbers means no one's a murderer. If one of the assigned numbers... If one of the the assigned numbers comes up, that player's character is an actual murderer and must come up with a reason why they would have killed a certain person in the neighborhood, which I'll explain shortly. If one of the other numbers comes up, either one of the NPCs is a murderer or nobody is an actual murderer. The players will have no idea of knowing for sure if one of them is a murderer or not. This should cultivate some paranoia, which should in turn be a lot of fun. So, without further ado, let's roll a D10. D... Sweet. I mean... Nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, fascinating. super All right.
7: disappointed.
0: <laughs> no, I... <laughs> No, uh, this is... uh, uh, Everybody... I'm going to ask all the players to deafen yourselves in Discord. Oh, okay. I will reach out to the person who is the murderer via a Discord DM. And then once everybody is deafened, looks like everybody is, I will... Announce for stream who, wh- who who was number nine. Please do not spoil this, uh, anybody who's listening in, in Twitch. Uh, please obviously do not spoil this in the Twitch chat or anything. But so I'm going to keep myself honest here. And the murderer, or rather the character who has to be a murderer, is an NPC... Um, and it is an NPC named Dolores Henry. That is Gus Henry's mother. That'll be really interesting. Um, now I'm going to have everybody come back.
1: I've come back.
0: Back. As have I. Hello. Everyone is back. Great. Okay, so that <laughs> piece of business out of the way. Now just to be clear, just because the role of actual murderer is randomly assigned, that doesn't preclude other characters from being able to murder somebody. If for some (laughs) reason they really want to, um, (laughs) whether or not that renders the murderer mechanic completely useless, frankly, I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, I think the murderer mechanic is just to kind of give a baseline of this is something you have to kind of think about as a player and be paranoid about.
1: Yeah.
0: But ultimately Are we supposed to
4: assume that the murderer has already murdered someone or is that not part of it?
0: I will, exp- I will address that um, okay. momentarily. Great question though. From um, a murderer. But yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, basically I don't want to limit people from doing what they want to do. And Hey, the more murderers, the merrier um now okay just a little bit more opening business narration i'm so sorry there's so much of it but here we go just to establish where we are as the game begins as in the movie we start with a shot of the earth itself we zoom down 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 pushing in on the United States, Iowa, Des Moines, Hinkley Hills, and then finally, Mayfield Place. (laughs) Very similar to how it looked 30 years ago, although now the camera comes down on a narrow island in the middle of the Mayfield Place cul-de-sac, where there are some bushes, a bulletin board, a single park bench, and three statues the first statue is a tall figure, a man in fatigues, sunglasses, and a military beret facing north. In one hand, he holds a walkie-talkie, his other arms extended, his index finger pointing towards something indeterminate in the distance. A nearby plaque is separate from the statue and seems just a bit newer than the statue itself. It reads... In memory of Mark Rumsfeld, June 4th, 1936 to June 3rd, 1991, followed by a quote that reads, A soldier's way saves the day. The second statue, shorter than the first, faces south, a slightly chubby figure in relaxed jeans and a polo shirt brow furrowed, arms at full akimbo, somehow looking just as heroic, if not more so, than the soldier. This statue also has a plaque that is separate and seems just a bit newer than the statue itself. It reads, In memory of Art Weingartner, founder Mayfield Place Homeowners Association, July 3rd, 1952 to November 28th, 1991 followed by a quote that reads, do not mess with suburbanites. The third statue just to the east of the first two is a sculpture of an ambulance stretcher with two figures on it, one in a prim suit with hypodermic needle in hand, the other in tattered clothes with bandages on his head. The two figures are locked in a grapple with one another, but the sculptor has made it very clear that the figure in tattered clothes is the hero here and that he is winning. This statue also has a plaque nearby, seemingly a a later addition to the original statue. It reads, in honor of Ray Peterson, gone but not forgotten, followed by a quote Nobody knocks off an old man in my neighborhood and gets away with it. On the bulletin board on this island in the cul-de-sac are two items of note that the camera reveals, I suppose. (laughs) First, a recent newspaper clipping. Walter Opferman, an elderly resident of 667 Mayfield Place, died tragically in his home last week on Thursday, October 24th. He accidentally overdosed on painkillers that he'd been prescribed for a recent foot surgery. He had just hosted a dinner party attended by many of his neighbors. He is survived by his grandson, Oliver Meatball Opferman. Also on the bulletin board, a sign indicating that there's to be a Halloween block party planning meeting at the Barkalos at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, October 29th. That's tonight. We now see the rest of Mayfield Place as the camera pans over a totally normal, suburban United States street. It's a brisk fall day, gray, cloudy, red, yellow, and orange leaves swirling in ominous circles in the chilly autumn breeze. It is 4 o'clock p.m. A school bus has just entered the cul-de-sac to do its daily drop-off of the local school children. Joey and Mary Molesamler are standing in their driveway waiting for their children, Mikey and Jane. Halloween is in two days. What would you all like to do?
2: Uh... Do I just get off the bus as Cecil?
6: Yeah, and am I driving the bus as Gus?
0: Y- yes, you are. This is the school bus, and this is your bus, Gus. Awesome. All right, cool. I, I just realized cool. that Gus rhymes with bus, which is amazing.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm going to hop off the
0: bus.
4: Didi is waiting for Cecil. Cecil, Cecil, I made you
0: cookies. Cecil, so I want to be clear, though. You, you're, you, Gus, the bus driver, is... A friend of yours. Sweet. There's fucking cookies. <laughs> yeah. my, my
6: grandma's yeah, bye, got cookies.
0: Bye.
1: Gus, yeah, but, I but, gotta bye. go. Yep.
6: Yeah, yeah, I know. But be careful with those cookies. Just saying. Just saying. Just you know, pay attention to yeah, those yeah. cookies and what's in them. Oh. Okay. Sure thing. All right. You have
2: a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Gus, thanks. Okay. Bye. Now, what about these cookies, Grandma?
4: Well, how was your day, dear? Come on in. Day was my, good.
2: Yeah. Day I, was good. How about them cookies, huh?
4: Yeah, Yes, darling, they're in the kitchen. And and as we go in, um, Cecil is greeted by the two loves of Dee Dee's life, Kevin and Sylvia, her Rottweilers, and they lick his face in familiarity.
1: <laughs>
4: and cookies freshly baked, fresh milk on the table waiting for you, dear.
2: Oh, sweet. Thanks. Thanks, Grandma.
4: Oh, anything for
0: you. Andy, roll a a uh, a D20 for me as kind of a dexterity roll. A 12. All right. You do not drop any cookies. Well done. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, so before Cecil got dropped off, the bus would have dropped off Mikey and Jane Samler. So, um... They hop off the bus. Mary and Joey are waiting there. And it looks like the car, one of the two family vehicles, is packed up. And Mary looks like she's ready to go for a drive. Um, And Mikey and Jane hop off. And they say, um, kind of in unison, Yay, we're going to visit Grandma. We're going to visit Grandma. And they run up and hug and run in circles around uh, Mary and Joey.
8: Oh, man, I'm going to miss them so much, honey.
6: Hey, Joey, you, you're going to you're going to go. The kids are going to go visit grandma. What's what's going on out there?
8: Yeah, yeah, the it, it, story? It, it, yeah, it's it's just their, uh, you know, annual trip to go see grandma, but they'll be they'll be back before Halloween. Rest assured, you know, got to do all the house decorations.
6: Oh, man, I thought that was next week.
8: Well, our planning meeting is tonight. And uh, yeah.
6: Oh, all right, all right, I'll, I'll see you when I come around.
8: All right, you take
0: care. All right, bye. So, yeah, Mary, uh, most of will give Joey a little kiss and say, okay, honey, we really need to hit the road if we're going to get to mom's house uh, before too late. I hope that you are doing the right thing, taking off this week, and that you're going to be productive with your, your projects while we're gone, Okay
8: you know i will please just you know drive safe i uh don't want you guys to be late for the party though but yeah
0: yeah we'll go and make it to that one and we should be back in time for the halloween block party on thursday is that right that's um you know
8: (laughs) that is in fact halloween this year yep
6: Okay, good. Yay. Um, I'm going to swing back around. My buses come around the cul-de-sac and I have like little bats swinging in the window. And I'm like, hey, Mary, make sure that, you know, right on 84, there's a ton of traffic. I just want to make sure you know about that. Okay. Okay. Have a safe trip.
0: Okay. Thank you, Gus. Thank you.
6: No problem.
0: He just never turns it off, does he? All right. Kids in the car, let's go. We're leaving this narrative for the foreseeable future. <laughs> 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 or dead. Yes, and so they all load up, and uh,
8: I give Joey's, them you know, I blow one big old kiss goodbye and a uh, wave as they uh, you know, drive down the cul-de-sac. Wow, so just yeah. one, just one,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um. And yeah, like the kids loaded in and they got their matching, they had like complimenting My Little Pony backpacks that they had uh, brought, with, brought home with them from school and they're riding off and waving goodbye to Joey and they are gone. Okay, good riddance to those NPCs. So,
5: <laughs> so as i uh as i walk towards uh offerman's house i'm you know just wave at gus and be like hey what's up good bus driving
6: oh thanks hey how you doing
5: real good you know halloween's coming up best time of the year man
6: oh you're so right i like point at the there's a little ghost hanging from my my uh rearview mirror
5: <laughs> right on ghosts forever
6: <laughs> that's, that's such a good that's one. That's such a state. good one. I love it. Ghost forever. You're right, man. You're so cool. Best read ever. <laughs> can I, Can my honk be like a, a custom Halloween honk?
8: Yeah, what do you want <laughs> it to be? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> It's got
6: to
0: be
5: the monster mash or some variation. <laughs>
6: exactly. Exactly.
0: So if you can do the honk right now, you got it.
1: <laughs> burr, 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 burr. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is insanity. I loved it. <laughs> All right. What is everybody else up to? Joey, are you heading inside after your family leaves or.
8: Uh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm basically just like breathing a sigh, you know, getting ready to get back to work as it is, and uh, you know, I uh I wave bye to Gus as he drives off and head inside.
0: Gus, do you keep your bus parked like right by your house?
6: I was wondering if I could, because that is ridiculous.
0: Just remember you might have other kids to drop off, unless you like m- adjust your roots <laughs> to end here. And so the kids, yeah, that might be your last stop uh, yeah. until you park here. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I mean, it could be. That would be, that would be, that would make sense. But I don't know if I make sense. So, you know. Yeah. No, uh, okay, I, 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 did I parked it. my bus.
0: Sure. I parked my yeah, bus. No, it's awesome. Right there. <laughs> um, so, so Elise is asking in the, in the, in the Discord, and I might as well just repeat it for everybody. Um, Walter Opferman. Who lives over in the Opperman House 667, or lived there? He died of an overdose of, um, of painkillers, basically. So. And who um, lives
4: there now? Sorry.
0: His Oliver grandson, his grandson Meatball, lives there. Okay, thanks. He's out on his porch, uh, smoking a cigarette, and just watching. The neighborhood.
4: Okay, um, Dee Dee's going to ha- having let Cecil had his fill have his fill of cookies. Well, well, honey, it's time for your grandma to, to see if others want some cookies. And do you want to come with Grandma today, dear? Oh yeah, that'd be sweet. Sure, yeah. Okay, you carry the cookies, dear, and she, and she starts to kind of make her way out the door, down the stairs, and then she you know over to the. Barcolo residence you do you think your dad is home does do you think he wants cookies
2: oh i don't know who knows who knows
4: <laughs> 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 um
1: barry barry
0: um a very sweaty nervous looking man in a kind of disheveled business suit um opens the door he looks a lot like that bad guy from the TV Stephen King adaptation, The Langoliers.
1: Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> <Boucher>? <laughs> it's Balky. Yeah,
0: is it the Wait. same actor? Yeah, I believe so. Yes, that is him. People tell him that all the time. Um, he so he flings open the door. Yeah, what's wrong? What's what what happened?
4: nothing's Ugh. wrong dear just do you want some cookies today Ugh,
0: don't scare me like that Dee, Dee. actually at least do you think barry do you think Barcolo would call you mom or dd Dee Dee? <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> i i don't know what would Barcolo call me i think Dee, Dee.
0: i think Dee okay Dee. You probably constantly tell him you can call. I mean, it's up to you if you, know you would tell him. Yeah, I know
4: mom, for but. sure though. You can call me mom, honey, and she hands him a cookie or tries to. What's in these?
0: Nothing's in them. What do you think I am? There's no nuts, right? You know Cecil is allergic to nuts. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Barry, I raised your mother. I understand how to take care of children. Your wife, sorry. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I know. I understand. I I ate
2: like five of these things.
4: And he's alive, isn't
1: he?
0: Yeah, he looks alive, and he'll bend down and kind of do an inspection of Cecil. And this is this seems like a process that, that is very familiar to you, Cecil. He's so you're kind of standing in an attention, and he's All kind right. of checking your clothes and the, your pulse, and just making sure you're okay. I start itching my arm really, really hard, and then and then I grab my <laughs> chest, and then I just fall over. Cecil, Cecil, oh,
1: I'm just fucking with you,
0: Cecil. <laughs> no. Fucking with me. And also no language. Bad. Dee Dee. And and I'll pull Dee Dee aside. Um, Speaking of Harriet, Mm -hmm. I am feeling her presence in the house again. And I was wondering if we could have the Halloween block party planning meeting at your house tonight, please.
4: Oh, Barry, you, uh, there's... There's no such thing as ghosts, Barry. I don't know how many times I have to tell you.
0: I know. I know that there's no such thing as ghosts. I mean more of like an emotional, spiritual, supernatural, spectral presence. Not like a ghost, you know?
4: Well, Barry, I wasn't expecting to have company tonight.
0: Please, just this once. Will you do this for me? I just can't. I, I, I don't feel comfortable having people in my house tonight. Well, will you be there, dear? Yes, we'll all be there. Every every uh, player character here will be
1: expected
0: <laughs> to come over and, and be there, yeah.
4: Well, you are a non-player character, actually, dear, so I just needed to check on right. you. Yes,
0: I will, I will be there also. I, as a non-player character, will be there, yes.
4: Well, I just want you to have a reason to get out of the house. So if it has to be my house, then so be it.
0: Great. Thank you so much, D.D. I really appreciate it. Now, will you please leave and take these cookies? Cecil, get in here. Do your chores.
2: Cecil is just like wide-eyed staring at the Opferman place and just very slowly eating a cookie.
0: Oh, yeah, Meatball is on the porch, and he makes eye contact with you, Cecil, and he puts his hands in, like, circles up to his eyes and then kind of, like, dissolves them and, like, spreads his arms out and just gives you a big grin, like, taunting you. I hate that guy
4: so much. Me too, dear. Me too, and Dee Dee starts hobbling down the steps and she, uh, with great drama, passes the Opferman house without going to offer cookies and makes her way <gasps> to um, Joey's house.
2: Oh fuck yeah.
4: Hey, Dee Dee,
5: I'm over here. You know,
4: I, I want a cookie, I, you know. Ricky, you'll only get your stuff. You are Ricky, right? Yes. <laughs> you only get yourself in trouble hanging out with people like him. And she carries on. If you want a cookie, come get one from Joey's porch. Oh, man, you know,
5: they, they're dealing with some problems here. You know, give Meatball a break.
0: <clears throat> so you've been over trying to like you're hanging out with Meatball and sort of comforting him in his grief.
5: Yeah, I kind of walked up and shared a cigarette with him, and you know was uh, just kind of watching as Dee uh, Dee makes her way around the, yeah, totally. uh, the cul-de-sac.
0: Meatball seems um, uh, in good spirits; like he's not, he doesn't seem to be really upset right now. He'll he'll offer you um, as Dee kind of passes by, looking. Meatball will very obviously kind of offer you um, some marijuana in a baggie wow <laughs> yeah i mean
5: i'll i'll very uh you know like kind of you know also looking at Didi and be like thanks <laughs> thanks
0: Paul. this is great he is expecting he's not gonna let go he's expecting payment for this
4: cannabis is a gateway to heroin ricky
5: oh come on come on Dee Dee it's fine it's fine
0: Meatball's gonna give you the middle finger fuck you Dee Dee
4: Dee Dee clutches at her chest
1: gasps
4: (gasps) the indecency these days your grandfather would be ashamed
8: (laughs) (laughs) Dee Dee did you happen to shout that from like my front porch (laughs) were you that close yet (laughs) yes This is all happening from essentially your front porch. Oh, beautiful! Okay, so I, I um I kind of mosey on up and uh, I open up my door and witness this happening. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Gateway to ha- heroin. Um. Say, is, is is that a cookie?
4: Oh yes, dear. Would you like one?
8: Oh, I- absolutely! I-, I haven't eaten in a while. Um and uh he reaches over and i I grab a cookie and start shoving it in my face "Mm, these are really good what's in these
4: why does everybody ask that it's brown sugar white sugar eggs butter flour baking soda and chocolate chips dear
8: oh well it's mighty good mighty good um so uh you you ready for the uh the, the planning meeting? I say as I kind of brush the rest last few crumbs off of my face.
4: Yes, it's uh going to be at my house, it seems.
8: Uh, oh oh really? Huh.
4: Yes, last minute change of plans.
8: you you don't sound too pleased about this.
4: Well, dear, it's just that. I wasn't expecting company tonight.
8: Oh, man, yeah, I, I know all about that. Well, um, if there's anything I can do, let me know.
4: Oh, of course, dear. Anything you need? any Anything I can help with?
8: Well, honestly, you know, with the with, uh, kids and wife out of the house, I think I've got everything I need. I just need some peace and quiet, you know?
4: Okay. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and see if Jamie needs some
8: cookies. All right, sounds good. Thanks again for the cookie.
4: Anytime, dear. And Dee, Dee starts making her way around to Jamie's house.
7: You'll see Jamie's uh, standing on his front porch. He's got his arms crossed. It looks like he's kind of surveying everything. Um, he's got a, a, a mirrored sunglasses on. And he's just kind of scanning. But uh, he uh, he sees you coming, and uh, he stands uh, steps over to greet you at the uh, at the steps.
4: Hello, Jamie, dear.
7: Hello, Dee. Dee. How are you?
4: Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. My old bones made it out of bed today, so it's a good day.
7: <laughs> it's uh, nice to nice to see you here. I uh, I hope that uh, that meatball punk didn't get under your skin too
4: much. Oh, he's always just being a bad influence to my poor Cecil.
7: You uh, let me know if anything needs to be uh, done about him. If you know what I mean.
4: I do. I do. Do you want a cookie, Digger?
7: Of course I do. I'm always up for a cookie of yours there, Didi. Let's see here. Uh, this one looks good, and he kind of rummages around on the plate, touching most of them, if not all of them, uh, and,
0: and picks one up. Jamie, do, uh, give me a D20 uh, dexterity check. <laughs>
1: Ooh, oh, that's Neil. a five.
0: <laughs> yeah, as you're as you're kind of trying to take uh some cookies off, your your hand kind of like clumsily knocks down the tray of cookies, and they fall. They they clatter to the to the ground, and um, and yeah. I'm gonna yell and,
5: out. I'm gonna yell out. That's
0: all karma. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Jamie, if you don't mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Play your character for just one line. Yep. Y- you you say, "There go the goddamn cookies."
7: <laughs> yep. And he and he just stands there, just looking down at them, just with his arms crossed, just shaking his head.
0: Dolores uh, Henry, whose house this is, she's gonna come out and. Who is that,
1: Jamie? Who's
4: out there, Dolores? Hello, Dolores. Come, come back on out.
1: Dee Dee. Oh, come on! Oh.
4: <laughs> Dee, Dee, it's me, Dodo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you just that? discovered that about myself. I just decided. How about that? I'm Dodo.
1: <laughs>
4: I think I like Dot better, but if Dodo is it, then...
7: <laughs> it changes every damn day.
4: <laughs> well, Dodo, do you... What, uh, What is it the kids say? Are you, you using she, her, her pronouns these days? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I I My pronouns are she, her, hers. See, even old folk can change. <laughs> yeah, and
0: Dodo will kind of put up a, a high five and kind of look out to the street as if there were a camera there and kind of smile. She'll kind of encourage you to look out and do the same thing, Didi.
4: Is this something I'm familiar with Dodo doing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you give her a high five, she'll expect you to look out where she's looking and smile and kind of freeze there for a moment.
4: Like freeze frame.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs)
4: Uh, I go for it. Great. (laughs) All (laughs) right. And then I see if she, well, Jamie knocked about half of the cookies onto the floor, but there's still a few good ones. If you want one dear. Oh, no, thank you. And I heard that, Jamie. I heard you take the Lord's
0: name in vain. What did I tell you? If you're going to live in this house after your divorce from my son, please. I'm not to
7: use the Lord's name in vain. I know, Dodo.
0: Exactly. Thank you. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go back inside and finish watching this great documentary. It's about Mr. Rogers. It's called Won't You Be My Neighbor. Have you seen it, Dee Dee?
4: Well, I
0: think I must have, dear. Yeah. I'm just inside watching it right now, and that's just so that <laughs> so that Adam can <laughs> check it off from his list of references to the movie. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> All right, bye. Chaney. Bye, Dodo. Jamie, did yeah. you get your cookie? I know some fell on the floor, but don't you worry about that. Dee Dee's always cooking something up.
7: Oh, I know you are, Dee Dee. I'll, I'll take care of this. I'm I'm sorry about the mess. I hope you have enough for the, the rest of the neighborhood there.
4: Well, it's just Gus and... Who? Don't
7: say <laughs> his Jacques. name. no. I said, "Don't say <laughs> it."
4: Well, what's the matter, Jamie?
3: You know who he is. He's one of those. As you say this, you hear from across the hedge, "Oh, hi, dear Didi."
1: Dee. <laughs> oh,
4: hi, dear. Jamie, <laughs> you have to let this toxic anger go, dear. It's not going to do you any good. And she keeps making her way towards Jacques.
7: All right. As you uh, as you go, uh, once you turn away, uh, uh, Chamie Hurley bends down and starts gathering up all the cookies um, and uh, not to doesn't look like he's going to throw them away. It looks like he's holding on to them. <laughs> and under his breath, he says, fucking Canadian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs>
4: Jack, do you want a cookie, dear?
3: Oh, yeah, I'd love one there. Don't let that human mattress get you down now.
4: Wait, are you from Sweden? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I love it and it's so good. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> French, Canadian, Swedish, and.
1: Yeah, I, my, my accent
3: is wandering across all of you yeah. right now.
1: So... <laughs>
4: <clears throat> well, come on then. They're chocolate chip today, dear uh um
3: gus have you uh like parked and like gotten out of the bus and everything as well
6: yeah i was gonna say I-, I would come up and uh put an arm around you while you know the cookies are coming up to us so yeah
3: hello gus dear oh hey there my husky monkey
6: <laughs> hey how was your day oh
3: you know the normal i just you know uh shaved a maple leaf in my chest
1: i'm I'm
3: sorry canada i'm sorry are you not wearing a shirt and this is no no (laughs) jacques is known to sun himself in this balmy fall weather
4: well i don't understand why gus lets you walk around out here without a coat on what kind of gentleman does that
6: hey you know i like to see it I, i what am what am i what can i say you know well, we all
3: do, dear. Tomorrow, I'm going to do my back.
6: <laughs>
1: You're going to do your back.
3: Well, I'll help him. I'm very flexible too. That's part of the reason why we're together now.
1: <sighs>
4: uh, what? 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 Cookies? Have you got there? They're chocolate chip. There's just a few left since Jamie dumped some on the ground again. Oh. oh. That Jamie. It was an accident. Don't blame him.
3: Oh, I do blame him. You do know that when he's on his back the meter is running, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <gasps>
3: uh Jacques will take Jacques will take a cookie and sort of glare in the direction of Jamie's house. Well, I should say his mother in law's or mother not necessarily in law's house, but maybe soon to be.
6: Yeah, yeah. I'll take a cookie, too, but I won't eat it. I'm a little suspiciously looking at it.
4: Now, Gus, what is wrong with the cookies today?
6: Nothing, nothing. Never anything wrong with the cookies today or any day.
4: Well, you just remember, Jock, and she's going to just turn away from Gus, that Jamie isn't your enemy around here, and she glares off at, at the Opferman house, uh, where Meatball is presumably still on the porch. Yeah, he is.
3: Jacques will actually follow the gaze and um, hold it on the Opferman house as well.
7: <sighs> you guys uh, catch a glimpse of uh, Chamey peeking through the hedge at all of you, <laughs> since you're looking in that direction intently.
0: Uh, Eric, do, does Chamie have any kind of like... Vocal response or audible response to Dee, Dee saying, Chamey's not your enemy to Jacques.
7: Probably a scoff.
0: <laughs> and so they probably hear that and see and look over and see Chamey yep. peeping, peeking through the hedges at them. Mm-hmm.
4: I'll wave at you. Back in my day, when people got divorced, they carried on for the sake of the children. What is the country coming to? And Dee, Dee starts to wander off back home.
6: Yeah, well, we don't have any children. Although we do keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true.
5: Hey, Dee, Dee I'm, I'm sorry about uh, Meatball. Uh, you know, he just is going through a rough time right now. But, uh, you know, I'm sorry about that.
4: Well, you should be sorry about that doobie, young man. (laughs)
5: You you know I don't smoke it. You know what I mean? We just make uh, cookies and brownies and stuff, you know, just like you. I'm just like a baker like you. I learned, you know, from the best. (laughs) The best.
4: Oh, I can't stay mad at you, dear. Do you want a cookie, too?
5: Yeah, uh, uh, what's in them? Jesus! (laughs) Jesus!
1: <laughs>
5: i'm just kidding with you i don't know why everybody keeps asking you make the best cookies no. i don't care what's in
4: them oh thank you dear
5: and then i'll just grab some and continue on to my house
4: yeah, I think I think Dee, Dee has completed her rounds and would just kind of take up a, a position, uh, maybe on the porch under a blanket with Sylvia and Kevin uh, at either side of her, kind of just watching the neighborhood. Sure.
0: The Rottweilers, nice. You see Cecil
2: at the window with a with like a half eaten cookie, just holding it up to his mouth, staring at everyone intently.
7: With that look that's in your icon. Exactly.
5: <laughs> what if this, the rest of the game is all just us staring at each other?
1: From- <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any other um, interactions, Jacques and Gus, were you going to say anything?
2: Else oh, yeah, before? I was just
6: going to make sure that he didn't eat his cookie because I'm a little suspicious about the cookies.
2: I was going to say, how awesome would it be if Elise was the murderer and just killed us all?
1: <laughs>
4: 100%, except for a Meatball, my sword enemy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Gus keeps Jacques from uh, eating the cookie. Yeah. All right. Um, so the afternoon. And early evening pass. What I'm wondering is, ah, I didn't plan for this, but this might be the best chance, the one chance we get, KT. Oh, yeah? Somebody, so a figure in a, like, a, like a, a, a hoodie with a tightly drawn kind of hood kind of comes up. You can't really see inside of it, but they do walk up the street and they, and, and now, and they walk up and they say, Yeah, hey, uh, is this... Is this where I can get a tour of Mayfield Place?
6: Oh, heck yeah! Yeah, you can! How much? Oh, uh, it's $15. But that includes the bus ride.
1: All right, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
6: Wait, oh, And then I tap the side of the bus, and uh, a sign rolls down, and it says... Uh, Mayfield Place tours.
1: All right,
0: yeah, he'll give you uh, this this figure. um, We'll give you fifteen dollars and wait for you to invite them onto the bus. And this will be—I'm basically just going to let KT hold court (laughs) for a moment here and (laughs) play or like narrate, like however you want to do it, like in character or out, back and forth, kind of. What would you? Tell this person, this random person, if you're driving them kind of around the cul-de-sac on this tour. We don't have all night KT. <laughs> 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 but um, I'm gonna play a different song here and just let you kind of go wild for, for just oh a bit. Oh my plan. god, okay. I
6: didn't actually I didn't come on you didn't <laughs> I'm it. so not prepared. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Is this kind of banjo-kazooie?
0: <laughs> this is called Jaunty Gumption by Kevin MacLeod. Oh, my
6: gosh. <laughs> it sounds like banjo-kazooie Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I, I guess I'm unprepared because this is, uh, it's kind of the first one in a while, but I, I'm trying to get a good look at his face. Does it seem like a man or a woman? Um.
0: Can't really tell. It's kind of androgynous. They sound, the voice sounded kind of like raspy. Okay. Um. In maybe a masculine kind of way, yeah.
6: Okay. Well, I uh, I um I hurriedly, you know, uh, unlock the bus and get on and and show him a way to one of the seats. It's obviously still the school bus, but um, uh man, I I regret because I'm I'm sure I have certain decorations for when I'm doing my tours, but uh, um, yeah. So I I think uh, he. Is, is, is really, you know, really pumped. Like, oh, so where are you from? Where, 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 where you hail from?
0: Out of town. Just curious. What happened oh. here?
6: Wow, and you walked all the way here? Wow. You must be really excited. I like it. Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. For you to get on with the tour. <laughs>
6: Oh, well, damn it. I have to look at my notes. All right. Well, this is all based on what you told me. So, um, yeah, he uh, starts, he starts up the bus and starts driving down the very short tour. Really of, slowly, just yes. really,
0: really slowly yes. around the cul
6: <laughs> Exactly. Incredibly slowly. Um, and he says, you know, I don't know how much you've heard, you know, it was, it was 30 years ago. Thirty. It's really weird to hear this music in the back <laughs> with this tone, but I'm trying to do like this spooky. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm
0: gonna stop it so that you can you can do it normal. Oh, <laughs> oh my
6: god. Um, well, he's you know he tries. He's he's really excited, and it's kind of like a spooky, a spooky, as spooky as he can get it. And he's like, you know, thirty years ago, it hit nat- national news. I'm sure you've heard all about it, the Klopec incident he waits yeah. for a response yeah
0: yeah i heard about it
6: yeah yeah well you know 30 years ago everything you happen everything you heard it happened it was it was true it happened right here and he and he basically goes through the events of the movie as as much as he recalls um, and is able to get from the news and his research and all of the obsession he has with the events that happen here um, he'll he'll Drive around, now I'm trying to look at the street, but um he'll drive around he'll he'll stop in front of what was once the Klopex house he'll which um, is
0: which is the, the Mole samler house that is built on the lot where the Klopex house was okay oh six, okay, six, so, six, so it's right seven.
6: there all right good um so okay, so then I guess i'll start he'll start with saying you know like this this house right here this is where where uh where Ray Peterson crashed the ambulance right into the uh Art Weingart- Weingartner's house right that was true right like ho- mm-hmm. hopefully I'm basing this on my, my memory of the movie. Um, he's saving the day becoming an American cultural icon
1: yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah. He, he <laughs> <is> slowly <laughs> drive by this was this was Ray Peterson's house right here hero Ray Peterson and to the left you'll see the statues he'll t- he'll talk all about the statues um, he'll say uh, you know after the Klopex after after the house blew up and and everything happened and it was a it was a nightmare but you know i like to think of it as just one of america's greatest stories i think everyone agrees with me when they come on this tour but you know a couple years later after the incident art and ray they were still living here it was, it was a pretty pretty lonely existence because a couple of years later, both their wives left them around Halloween. It's pretty sad, pretty sad stuff. And, uh, you know, Art never, Art never forgave Ray. Oh no, Ray never forgave Art. Sorry, I'm trying to remember too many names. <laughs> yeah. Ray, Ray, Ray never forgave Art. He never forgave him. He blamed, he blamed the dissolution of his marriage on Art and his wackiness. But you know, one day Ray Peterson disappeared Nobody ever found him again. It, it, we don't know if he's alive or dead. You know, Art never really thought that he uh, never really thought that he died, and he thought that there might might have something to do with Rumsfeld. You know, the veteran. So you know, there was a there was a lot there was a lot going on. Still, he's just he's just going on with all the conspiracies. He has he has lots of conspiracies yeah. that he that he uh, he spouts to this person
0: yeah, so he would he would share that um that art um after Ray's disappearance, art like insisted that like like uh, like the Klopex some family member of the Klopex must have come and like taken him out. like right. that art was just increasingly paranoid and like mm-hmm. um and that he was actually arrested one night um breaking into Rumsfield's house for some reason
6: right yeah, he yeah, he, he I, I would say paranoid, but I would also say, you know I. I don't know though. There's a lot there's a lot there's a lot of history in this neighborhood. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on all the time. So, I don't know if it was paranoia for you or if he was just on to something, you know. But uh yeah. Lots of, lots of history here.
0: So, the figure will will ask um what happened to Rumsfield?
6: Oh man. Well, you know, not too long after the incident, he uh he signed up to go back into the army uh to the army. He uh he was part of Operation Desert Storm, I think. And uh, sadly, he, uh, he died in the line of duty trying to protect Ricky Butler, a teenager. Yeah, and this was a recent change. <laughs> this is, something
0: was oh, changed. Oh,
1: really? Oh, crap. So I don't blame you. <laughs> okay.
0: No, he, like, he lost his legs in the line of duty defending, oh. yeah, trying to save Ricky Butler's life.
6: Oh, he lost his legs, not his life. Sorry, not his, not his life, his legs. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he was trying to save Ricky Butler, and, and he couldn't, and Ricky, Ricky died. Um, Ricky was a local teen when the Clopek incident happened. And, uh, yeah, Rumsfield came back, and he was like a... He had to be, he had to be taken care of. He, was, um, he needed some assistance. And actually, you know, one of my neighbors here was actually the woman who took care of him for a while. Uh, she's not suspicious at all. Totally fine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm definitely like on my porch just staring down the bus as it goes around the cold. <laughs> and
6: side. I stare right back at you when I come back down. Um, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric's saying I, I'm driving around in a circle. But no, I'm just going really slow. I'm going really right. slow.
1: <laughs> Diesel
2: is at his window again, staring only he doesn't have a shirt on this time.
1: So <laughs>
2: neither does Chamie.
4: So now Chamie, Jacques, and Cecil are shirts sure.
3: yeah. I, I will say, I will say, Jacques is touching up the edges of his Canada leaf with his uh, razor, and then he looks up and oh. stares too.
4: Do, wait, do I see Cecil standing in the window without a shirt on? Oh yeah. Barry!
2: <laughs> what? What? What happened? What?
4: Your son is without a sweater again on this fall day. I can't believe that you will let him be such a way in this cold Part weather. Look you up. look
2: back. Cecil has a shirt on it already.
4: <laughs> Didi,
0: he has a shirt on. Don't freak me out like that. Come on. And he runs back into the house.
4: i'm just gonna like stare cecil down
0: (laughs) um so at the tail end of this tour um gus after you've talked about uh dd being rumsfield's caretaker and then Uh eventually rumsfield um rumsfield died did we just, did, how did Rumsfield? <laughs>
1: uh, I'm Rumsfield look, I'm died. So
0: many notes. Strangely enough, I'm pretty sure Rumsfield died. The same died.
6: way, on painkillers, right? We, That's why I was uh, a little over suspicious. Over there's some painkillers.
0: Yeah, old? and like, but that was a long time ago, so it's okay. probably not connected.
6: Yeah, yeah um. probably.
0: <laughs>
6: was I um, not supposed to say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> but as, but as
0: that, as, as, uh, the bus kind of pulls up, um, the figure and the bus will kind of, you, you overhear them kind of turned toward the window and, and they say, uh, Ricky Butler died, huh?
6: Yep. That's, it's pretty sad, isn't it? Young kid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sad. Thanks for the tour. Appreciate it. And they'll uh, hurry off the bus and walk back down the street. They must've parked somewhere like else in Hinkley Hills.
6: Oh yeah, I was going to try to hail him down and be like, hey, you got any theories about what the Clopex were doing?
0: Nah, he's out of there. They're out of there ah, before. And when damn. I accidentally say he, it really is an accident. I, I like, I'm not, like, I,
6: I do not know who this person is. <laughs> I want to be very clear. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> so you just wanted me to tell all
6: that very poorly to everyone. <laughs> it's no plan at all
0: all right so yeah so that's the the tour is done it's probably getting close to seven o'clock um <clears throat> has called for a meeting you would have all maybe heard if you didn't hear that the location has changed to dd's house you would see a, a sign on barklo's door saying um that the location has changed so if you could all start convening in dd's house that would be fantastic
4: um um, I would like you to know as you enter Didi's Dee house. Probably most of you have been here before, but um, it is, you know, like the Victorian style of houses where everything is like gaudy, terrible upholstered furniture and close quarters and tables and lamps and knickknacks and collectibles everywhere. That is Didi's Dee house. To I'd say two degrees shy of a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs>
8: How, big, how big is her Beanie Baby collection?
4: <laughs> oh, <it's> so big. <laughs> you don't even know. There's Beanie Babies on, like, a table, but they're all, like, they're color-themed. So it's only, like, pink and purple and, like, pale browns and things. There's no, like, bright green ones. You know, it's just a certain color scheme of Beanie Baby. Um species agnostic (laughs) and then uh like that's like one table just piled with these beanie babies and then like there's a china cabinet next to another china cabinet next to like a like a chaise lounge that has like dolls kind of positioned on it and like the china cabinet like one of them is just chock full of like antique um teapots and teacups and things like that you know and and like jam jars like antique jam jars and like just tons of little pots and 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 mugs and things and then like the next one is like a, a really nice china set and underneath it is like another really nice china set on the next shelf and like it keeps going it's like that the whole house
7: All Right. thank you for the panic attack i appreciate it
4: <laughs> it's clean it's just cluttered <laughs> cluttered af
0: that's so good um, Jacques, are you going to the meeting? Absolutely.
1: Okay. Before we go um, to the
6: meeting, could I have warned him, like, just be careful because I'm going to remind him of the painkiller thing—the tie between uh, Rumsfield dying of painkillers and her having been his caretaker—is that still accurate, a part of the story, or not?
0: Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. But so DD I mean, wasn't. DD wasn't there the night that Rumsfield overdosed. Um, she
6: wasn't there. So- Hmm. Yeah, she
0: was out. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) out Mm.
4: I have a daughter. I have a wife. Thank you very much. had a
0: daughter. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Yeah. yeah. How did Harriet die? Can we decide, Elise and Andy, how did Harriet die? We didn't talk about painkillers.
1: She did, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh. This is getting sad. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. The, the only way that people die on oh, Snape <laughs> wow. Field Place now is Jesus, by OD. That's so
0: to like, accurate to the state so of no, suburban no. no. America. No. Oh, no. Yeah, well, oh, it's too, too, it's too dark. Too did she, okay. she die in a pool
4: Harriet or
0: something? Harry did not die. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Like breast cancer? Is that happier? Yeah, something happier.
7: Yeah, yeah. it's
6: that way happier. Yeah, for sure. Oh.
0: Was it
7: 9-11?
1: God
6: damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my
5: God! That wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: but it was unrelated. Die she, on on yes, she died on 9 no, but it was totally
4: <laughs> But it was like a car yeah. crash at like 7:50 a.m.
1: Like
0: <laughs> so
4: actually, so
0: like I would encourage Chamie and Dee to be oh. having a conversation about that because 9/11 has some significance in, 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 to Chamey
4: it can't be. It can't be 9-11 because Cecil is too young. Well, uh, then it was, it
0: was a different 9-11. No, it, was it was 2010. Some other year. It was 2010, 9 2010. 9/11, 2010. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <the> ninth <laughs> anniversary.
0: So, yeah, Chamey and Dee Dee, have, have a conversation about that right now because I want to hear Chamey's, like relationship with the date 9-11.
1: Um,
4: Chamey is... Um, hmm? Okay, well, I guess I'd have like a picture of Harriet, like a lot of pictures of Harriet, really, to be honest, up on like the wall. And as Cheney comes in, I, uh, you know, like presuming he maybe remarked upon them. Oh, this is my daughter Harriet. Did you ever meet Harriet, dear?
7: Uh yeah, she was, uh, she was around there for a while there before, uh, before you know, before that that happened. <laughs>
4: Before 9 11, yes, yeah, I before know. before your
7: 9 11. After my first 9 11, well, which was 9 11. 9 11
4: belongs to everybody, dear. It's not any any one person.
7: Well, I mean, the first one, maybe, but the other two.
4: The first one? You mean the year Christ was born? <laughs>
7: Uh, Jamie, Jamie looks around to see if, uh, if a uh, dodo is anywhere nearby and he says, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
4: Yes, that Christ.
7: No, you know what I mean. 9 11, you know, 9 11, 9 11.
4: Yes, I haven't gone the way of the dodo. I do remember. Yes. <laughs> Did somebody say my name?
7: Uh, Jamie just kind of pulls Dee Dee away <laughs> from dodo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, anyway, it was it was a sad day—the day that our Harriet was taken from us. The world came a dimmer place that day, Cheney. Yes, it
7: did. That that date. God damn that date! I can't even <laughs> explain what that date. <sighs> you'd think. You'd think that. 2001 would be the worst 9-11 there was, but I gotta tell you, and you know that that is absolutely not the case. First, there's your 9-11, poor Harriet.
4: The worst.
7: I don't don't know about that, because then there is the second 9-11, which is my divorce.
4: Oh dear. (laughs) Well, dear, divorces, you know, people live through them. Well,
7: that remains to be seen. And then, especially with my third 9 11, just last month, September 11th, that damn Canuck moving in with (laughs) Gus. You know what I like to say? (laughs) <laughs> Fuck, Knuck, I say ka-fuck.
4: I'm afraid I do. <laughs> ka you, say- you know it. Ka-fuck, ka-fuck, ka-fuck. <laughs> yes, dear. Katie, dear, have you, have you ever considered Xanax?
7: <laughs> I don't trust those pharmaceutical companies. Who knows what they're putting in those drugs? i uh, telling you, they kill everyone. <laughs> um,
3: so at this, I'm assuming that like you are being ridiculously loud when you say that.
7: Probably he's 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 half drunk point
1: at this point. I think, so yeah. so uh,
3: Jacques, who is in a white mesh half shirt which says Trudeau for President 2020, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, says, "You know, we run your newspapers, and we have an agenda." And then he'll smile at you and turn away.
4: Uh. I thought that was Russia.
7: No, he's goddamn right. It's those goddamn moose
3: fuckers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You hear Jacques loudly say, he'll grab
3: Gus's love handles uh, and loudly say, who's my little moose?
6: Definitely me. (laughs) (laughs) And then I make a moose sound. What is the moose sound? <laughs>
1: okay. Oh my God. Oh, do it again, Daddy.
3: All right.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
7: And uh, to everybody else, Jamie uh, uh, looks just furious, and he like heads off to like just in like a, a furthest corner of the room as he can. But Dee Dee, you can see that it doesn't look just like anger to you. It looks like he's almost about to cry.
4: Oh. He's about to cry. Oh. Yeah. So, Dee Dee has um, baked in preparation for the meeting. She was on her porch the whole day, so none of you know how this is possible. Um, And she brings around um, a tray that has, like, slices of banana bread. And then next to that, there's, like, a a few, like, very small, like, um, shortbread cookies. And then next to that um, are, like, cherry dark chocolate brownies. Um, And she takes them around and Offers them first, the first one to Chamey and just kind of pats him on the back. And, and uh, do you take something? Yeah, he takes
7: two brownies,
4: Chamey. Okay. do a um, uh,
0: d20 roll for me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: my pleasure. Let's see.
1: Oh my god, the, oh. same, one. the same number.
7: There go the goddamn brownies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you little klutz. And she kind of pinches his cheek and picks up a brownie laboriously um, off the ground and puts it in his lap, not in his hands. Um, and as she kind of straightens, she pats his shoulder and says, I'm serious about those Xanax, dear. And then she keeps going around the room offering everybody something.
3: Great. Wow. I,
5: I, it's very obvious what's in all of these, Dee Dee. Thanks for
4: making them. <laughs> oh, I don't put anything in the baking except what goes in brownies and cookies and banana bread. And if you want to take your ungrateful little self right out this door, then we don't need you for planning the Halloween party.
5: I was just making a joke. Sorry. Okay. I'm <laughs> I take one of everything. <laughs> you take one of everything. <laughs> yeah, one of each.
4: I'm gonna watch while you eat one.
5: I put them, I make like a sandwich out of all, all like a brownie and a <laughs> banana bread, and then with a cookie, shortbread in the middle. And then I eat it like a sandwich.
8: Like a sandwich. So uh, now Joseph uh, takes the opportunity to try to deescalate the uh, tensions between Chamie and Jacques and uh, just kind of like grabs a, a brownie from Dee and says, okay, why can't we all just be like Ricky? and take a cookie we know we don't want to be here right now but we have to we got to do this planning thing just take a brownie eat it relax let's get this meeting over with
5: yeah I mean I think Canadians are great you know it's like America (laughs) 2.0 exactly
7: (laughs) Jamie just kills you with his eyes just like bores holes right into your brain my brain (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to roll for that?
0: Like intimidation.
7: <laughs> no, it's it's like magic missile. It's yes. an auto hit. No, it's
0: <laughs> so barkalo at this point, he's been kind of nervous and kind of pacing around. He'll kind of get everybody's attention and he'll say, Okay, um, everybody, I think we should get the meeting started. Um, and then he'll be cut off by um there's a a ring at the doorbell. And uh Didi, you will if you go to the door, you would see that yes! Meatball is there. Presumably for the meeting, um, but he has this kind of mischievous grin on his face. Um, this is definitely like he's like daring you, like you gonna know, let me in the meeting? I'm gonna not?
4: I'm gonna step out onto the porch first and close the door behind me, and I'm gonna put my finger in his face, and I'm gonna say. Now, we need all hands on deck for the Halloween party so you can come in the house. But first, I want you to empty your pockets on this porch.
0: Oh, come on. What are you, some kind of narc? Ah. (laughs) Huh?
4: You know what I am, and I know what you are, and I want to see your pockets.
0: Yeah, whatever, lady. All right. No empties pockets. There's a wallet. There's like a little... A lighter, a pack of cigarettes, some marijuana, um, and, <laughs> like, some other paraphernalia, I guess. Okay, uh,
4: is it just, like, a small, like, small bag of, like, his personal stash, or is this, like, he's coming to deal?
0: Um, he pulls out of his back pockets, uh, a larger quantities that he was planning on maybe trying to deal. But he'll set it out for you.
4: Um... Yeah, so I take I take that, and I put it in my mailbox. I'm assuming we have, like, the mailboxes on the, the front porch kind of thing? Sure, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I put it in the mailbox, and um, I say, you can have that back when you leave, and then I open his wallet, and I take 20 bucks, and I stuff it in my <laughs> pocket, and I let him in.
0: Whatever. Bullshit.
4: You don't come into my house and deal marijuana I would say cannabis that's what that's what Dee Dee oh, calls yeah, it. Yeah. you deal cannabis,
0: yeah, 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 whatever. Let's just go to this meeting all right,
4: and I've got my eye on you when I open the door, and uh I kind of whistle a little bit, and Kevin and Sylvia are right there, and this is these are my dogs, please, please ah. call. um and yeah, and um, I just kind of like hand gesture to. Kevin and Sylvia and hand gesture towards uh meatball. And for the next, until I signal them again, they are just by his side.
5: All right. Hey, meatball. Glad you could come.
0: Hey, Ricky. What's up? Oh man. Remember that? What's up? What are you talking about?
5: Oh, just that we did that just now. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember. All right, let's get through this dumbass meeting, all right? Hey, man, um, we planned a good party, man. Come on. Now Barkalo's going to get everybody's attention again. He's going to be like, all right, thank you, everybody, for coming on short notice tonight. I think that in light of the death of Walter and he'll make eye contact with Meatball and Meatball will kind of give him like a sneer back and that'll make Barkalos face kind of sweat a bit more and he'll just kind of like dab at his sweat and then look at everybody else <clears throat> I think maybe we need to cancel this year's Halloween block party
1: what no what? no no, no! no! Uh-uh.
8: no. I'm just. This is sick. the kind of time you need a party. And my kids, they were looking so much forward to it. Yeah, I know. I understand. Cecil was
0: looking forward to it too. But, you know, there's just been a death in the neighborhood. It's making everybody, I think, a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous. And I think that we just need to take this time to respect Meatball's need to, to grieve in peace, right, Meatball? And Meatball will kind of stand up and he'll kind of look kind of like seriously to everybody and nod at Barclow and he'll say, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I uh, I appreciate it, Barclow, but I got to say fuck you we're having the party and fuck my dead grandpa too right everybody (laughs) (laughs) and he takes out out some cash that he had hidden in like in his in his like shoe and he like starts throwing it in the air cash for everybody
1: what yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) party whoa
0: and Barcalo just looks completely defeated let's just put it to a vote All right, let's put it to a vote. Everybody in favor of canceling this year's Halloween party, say aye. Aye. Everybody in favor of keeping the Halloween party on, say nay. Nay.
1: Nay. Nay. Oh, nay, (laughs) dare. All right.
4: Does Jamie take his vote? Aye. (laughs) Aye.
0: Thank you, Jamie, but we're outnumbered. Well, at the very least, can we at least keep it low-key? Let's uh, not go... No, no,
6: come on, come on. You know, it, it's not just Halloween. It's the 30th anniversary, everybody.
1: Go big or go home.
4: Yeah. Let's have no coffins and no gravestone decorations this year.
0: Well, that's actually pretty thoughtful, Dee. Dee. Thank you. We could yeah, I mean, do we that. don't
4: really need that, though. You know, I,
6: I, I, I was thinking maybe, maybe we could go with a theme, like a, a Klopek theme. You know, a, keep to the roots of the of the street, right? You know, we could have like, we could have so, like, so
8: skeletons. Uh, yeah,
6: yeah, skeletons. We could have like uh, pentagrams and, and and blood and like virgin sacrifices and stuff.
8: Oh, uh, yeah, uh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. Gus, a, a really big grill
6: yeah what yes i don't know Ugh. sure none of you none of you unless uh, unless yeah, ray
0: shared his dream with, <laughs> with like a biographer or something exactly
6: uh, <laughs> in fact he probably I, but did still but enthusiastically only... saying yes because any idea is a good one
0: um yeah so Barcolo's like gus god damn it i knew you would be this way the 30-year anniversary of what of that of that bullshit that happened in 1989? Can we not celebrate that? You don't understand. You weren't here. I was here. I grew up here. I was delivering papers here. Yeah, that, but- Those events traumatized me.
6: Yeah, but I've, I've lived here for a really long time. I mean, I, I love this. I love this place. It's it, what, what, what this neighborhood went through. It, it was a national, it was a national tragedy. It was a national sensation.
0: It's, a sensation.
3: Yeah! Oh. And the party's all in good fun there. We're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings now. He'll look
0: at Meatball again. Meatball's still giving cash to everybody. What did you say?
4: I don't think Meatball has feelings, dear. <laughs> <laughs> How much cash
0: oh, are we no, talking just about been many- here?
4: Right,
7: right, like
0: (laughs) he's just got a bunch of ones that he's handing out.
7: Ah, fuck, meatball.
3: (laughs) Uh, Jacques will hold open his um underwear band for
0: some of the ones. (laughs) Meatball will will put some in your in your waistband, but he'll say, Hey, hey, no homo, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, really, I'm not gay, but also, like, like, it's okay if you are, you guys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Jacques will wink at him and say <laughs> that never stopped anybody there friend and then walk away
0: <laughs> what? what did that mean he's kind of hot though isn't he yeah. oh, hey it's hey, hey,
1: more money for everybody
0: I'm rich my grandpa's dead
8: Joseph would like to go over to Barklow and ask hey, hey what was that all about Like, are are you okay
0: Oh, thanks for asking joey i'm I, I'm fine I'm just worked up every every year in late summer, early fall, I get kind of flashbacks to that year and to Harriet dying on 9 eleven and just <laughs> things are really hard and I'm a nervous person by nature, especially since the events of the movie and so <laughs> But yeah, I'll be okay. And it seems like everybody wants to keep wants to keep the party planned. And you know what, Gus? Yeah. Why don't you plan this year's party? I know it's only a couple nights away, but if you're so excited about it, why don't you do it? I could use some time to relax anyway.
1: Well, that's,
6: great idea! That sounds great. Gus is a
0: great party
3: planner.
6: Yes, I would. I would love to
3: hip hip hooray there great
0: (laughs) so so the if there are any other interactions that want to happen in the house here i will say that um what do i have here something someone
6: yeah kt what um can i do i mean like i don't know how it's it's hard for me to actually picture this number of people in this very cluttered house all like 40 of us yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> Like is it would it even be feasible for me to do a little snooping just because I don't know how often I would be yeah. in this house this is the house that that Rumsfield used to live in and uh, I guess maybe died in and this is the house that art tried to break into around the time yeah. that Ray disappeared and thought that that was linked to the Clo-Pack somehow. Just wondering. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would say, so give me an investigation check. Obviously we don't have character sheets and I'm going to let you do it with advantage. So like a D20 twice and you're at advantage because you are so thrilled and like focused because of like how excited you are about the party. Yeah. Like your mind is like on Mayfield place and on art having to trying to break into this house before. So give me two D20s. Okay. So in 18. So yeah, you're you're doing some investigating and you you're able to uh kind of sneak away from the group for a moment and um you are kind of looking through stuff and you do find a uh ceramic uh I guess like some kind of ceramic thing.
4: Can it be a ceramic cat? <laughs> yeah. Like a, a bunch of ceramic cats. There's, there's you know, a, a, along with all of these other th- knickknacks and tchotchkes, there's a table of ceramic cats.
0: Yeah. Of course. And, you're, and you kind of pick up one of these absentmindedly, and underneath, like on the inside of this hollow like ceramic cat figurine, you find rolled up a wad of $100 bills, a very thick... Wad of one hundred dollar bills.
6: Wow, I think I'm so excited. I like kind of fumble it. I drop it. I pick it up. I'm looking around. Is there? Am I in a completely separate room from everyone else?
0: Yeah, yeah, you've wandered off.
6: Wow. Um, Can I can I fan it out? Like, does any of it look weird, or is it just normal one hundreds?
0: I think they're normal one hundreds. At least, what would you say if 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 your characters?
4: Yeah. Normal hundred. Okay.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely, and this is like, and this is not any of the cash that Meatball was throwing around. Like Meatball was throwing around right. just like shitty old $1 bills. Like this is crisp, clean, a stack of hundreds.
5: Are they like the new style with big giant Benjamin Franklin face?
4: Maybe.
1: Hmm. Elise.
4: Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I, I kind of imagine that this is um, like they are stacked nicely and rolled nicely, but it's kind of a hodgepodge, yeah, honestly, yeah. of like how new or old these bills right. are. So, it, it, Yeah, totally.
6: Oh, okay, so it's it's definitely not all new.
0: Yeah, okay. it's, it's non- not like straight from the treasury. Non-consecutive or from like a bank serial rate.
7: numbers.
4: <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, this is, yeah. Yes. <laughs> not straight from the treasury, okay. no.
6: Yeah, see if it, was all the, if, it was, if it was all brand new I might have taken one but I don't think so. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll them all back up as best I can so and shove back. them back in there. Okay, yeah. Okay.
0: Give, me, give me just one more D20. Alright, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, you found a wad of, uh, of cash there. It's kind of weird. Um, so while this meeting is happening, Cecil, what are you doing?
2: Indeed, what am I doing?
0: Sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping. Oh, okay. McElroy. All right, on with the game.
2: <laughs> no, Cecil has made his way over to Opperman's house. Cecil's dressed all in black. And he rides his bike across the yard.
1: Wow, it's so
2: And I try to find a way in.
0: Cool. Yeah, give me an are you wait, what, like are you trying like the main, like the door like a like a back or a side door first, or are you immediately uh, like investigating? Yeah
2: I'll, yeah, I'll try like a main or back side door, yeah. Something okay. Like
0: um yeah, you try a um like this, uh, the side door over here on the side of the house that leads into the laundry room, and it is unlocked. So I,
2: I just leave to, my bike outside and go in. Then,
0: okay, yeah. What are you? Uh, what are you doing in there?
2: I'm looking for my fucking binoculars. <laughs> this asshole stole from me.
0: Okay, um, give me. Where are they, Adam? Give me two d20s as you kind of investigate through the house. I'm going to give you advantage, just because Damn. this is a one shot and it helps to advance the plot. <laughs> so a fifteen and a four. Yeah. So you're wandering. You're you're going through the house. You're looking around, um, and you uh, eventually you find your way into the the kitchen, and you actually do see, after looking around for a bit, you see. Your binoculars on oh. top of the refrigerator, uh, which oh, is a bit yeah. high for you, you can oh. uh, try to climb on the like the kitchen counter um, to uh, to get up there.
2: Yeah, this is a comedy. I open the fridge and then climb up the in shelves in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a dead body in the fridge. No, I'm kidding. Uh, um, so okay so you climb up so give me a d20 we'll treat this as like
2: were you not serious about the dead body
0: I was not serious no oh okay I take that sorry no it's fine sorry everybody give me a d20 um, that we'll kind of see as like athletics dexterity and I'll give you advantage on this since you are a child Ooh,
5: good thing you got advantage
2: yeah we're gonna roll another one of them. uh,
0: Yeah, good. Thirteen. Yeah, you kind of you do knock over um, the ketchup, I guess. It's a (laughs) glass.
4: The the ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much the only thing. thing It's a glass
0: ketchup bottle, and it actually it kind of it breaks when it falls onto the floor. So now, like, there's like ketchup on the floor. Oh man! It kind of looks like blood, which I guess might be cool for the like the the oh, yeah, aspect yeah, of what we're cool. doing yeah, that's but cool. yeah you're, you're able to get your <laughs> binoculars and um oh, fuck and yeah. actually right like underneath the binoculars you also find a note <gasps> that says in very nice cursive it says the words do not fuck with me signed Didi <gasps> not, at least I did not consult with you about this, but I'm hoping that <laughs> that's okay.
4: Yeah, um, is the implication that Didi? T- no, no, no. So, so, so. No, it's just they're unrelated. They are, but I mean, Cecil may, will conclude what Cecil he will. Cecil will conclude what he will. You're not. Yep. Yeah. But Didi just left this note. Okay. It's just I a like note
0: it. written by Didi, and and yeah, Cecil, you would recognize your grandma's handwriting
4: and her name, Grandma
0: Didi. That's it is amazing. not signed It is not signed grandma DD though cuz that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what I
2: call her. Okay, I take my uh, binoculars and I do that thing where I don't leave right away but I I like go to the window to make sure they're looking they're working. And so I'm like looking out over the neighborhood here. Sure. Do I see anything odd? Anyone in hoodies?
0: Um, give me a give me a d20. Uh, Oh.
1: Eleven.
0: With an eleven? Um, no, you don't, you don't see anything. Um, the, the meeting is actually, it seems like it's winding down. Um, Dolores, the, Dodo is, like, leaving, and she's Walking kind of slowly back to her house, and people are starting to f- come out. So, you might want to get out of there, and you might want to give me a like a stealth check.
2: Yeah, fuck yeah! I, I try to get my my bike, and I I ride back to my place if I can.
0: Cool. Yeah.
4: Stealthily, though. stealthily. 11. Yeah,
0: give me a. Give me, and I'll give it advantage. Give me another one. Oh, sweet ten. Um, yeah you're you're able to uh, to do it. Um, Dolores looks over and um, she does kind of hear your your bike the wheels or the chains are kind of yeah I forgot
2: to take the like uh, baseball card out of the spokes. <laughs> 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 yeah
1: so Dodo kind of
0: looks over and she raises it.
1: Hi Cecil
0: Hey Dodo don't tell anyone bye. Don't tell anyone what.
4: I'm going to go, Mr. Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) That Silver Fox.
0: (laughs) All right. So the meeting is adjourned.
6: Everybody can feel free to leave. Everything that I had. um, Can I have put the cat back in a slightly different position, by the way, on purpose? Oh, totally.
4: I was gonna say, can can we see if Deenie notices um, either Gus coming back out from the room or later that night, like that her cat has been moved?
0: Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Elise, give me give me a D twenty with advantage, so two rolls. Yeah, 14. fourteen. Yeah, you totally you do notice, like as in the aftermath of the meeting, like you're you're keeping an eye out on everybody and everything in the room and in the house. And you do see Gus kind of come in from, <clears throat> from the other room. And later on, yeah, you do kind of see that, uh, that one, uh, cat figurine is kind of out of place. Yeah.
4: Okay. I take the cash out of the cat. And I go over to um, a piano, like a, one of the old uprights, and I open it up and I squeeze it underneath the, the, the strings of like the high notes and close the piano. Nice. And you
0: do that after everybody is already gone?
4: Yes, everyone's gone, All right. yeah. All right, cool. Um,
5: so I'm going to walk back with... Uh, with- Gus and Jacques like as we leave just and just kind of, you know, like strike up a little conversation just like, you know, kind of saying like um, oh man, I'm so glad you guys met on that uh app that uh that that app that that I that I showed you about Gus. It, yeah. It's just really great to see that you guys, you know, found found each
3: other. Oh Thank yeah. Thank God for daddyfinder.com, don't you know? <laughs>
6: Yep.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, you know, just, you know, I just thumbs up.
5: And don't listen to Jamie. He's just, you know, he's just mad about uh, everything going on. But, you know, you guys are perfect together.
3: Yeah. Oh, you're just such a sweetheart, you know. And you'll notice that um, as, uh, as Jacques is talking, he's l- kind of looking behind him a lot. Uh, probably towards the Opferman place, you would say. Just kind of looking over his shoulder. What you, what?
2: you'd probably also then see Cecil riding his bike toward you and Gus too
3: yeah I, I think like I probably might see Cecil like dart out of one of the shadows and um for just a moment I'll say like Jacques kind of catches your eyes Cecil but then like immediately turns back
6: what did you see Jacques?
3: oh oh, oh nothing there oh hi Cecil how's it going as Cecil rides up to us
6: Hi, oh, hey Cecil
3: oh hey ah
2: Gus, can I talk to you, uh, like, in a private for a minute or something? Oh, yes.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, it's a little late, isn't it? Or is it late? I actually don't. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea how late it 7:15. is. 7.15. Why are not you <laughs> No, it's, By now, it's
0: like 8, 8.30, maybe.
6: Oh, okay, never mind. Forget I said that. Just kidding. You're way old enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah did
5: you uh cecil did you go back to the house first or do you still have the binoculars like
2: around your neck uh i probably didn't still have them around my neck i was gonna go back to the house and then i saw the party getting out and i needed to talk to go cool. hey cool cecil you got the
5: binoculars back i knew you'd get them back eventually
2: yeah you knew they were taken you didn't do you didn't say nothing well, you know,
5: I'm not it's not mine to get involved with, you know, what you guys have going on is your own thing.
2: But, you wait,
3: know. Wait, who Cecil, took us? Where where your binoculars?
2: Uh, um, well that's that's sort of what I want to talk to Gus about.
3: Oh, all right. Oh, oh okay, there. That's fine. Uh Gus, you, you and Cecil have a good night. I I'm I'm going to take the shirt for a walk here.
1: <laughs> and he's going to think. <laughs> All right. what, is, what does that mean what did you
3: do <laughs> he's just in a white mesh half shirt that says Trudeau for president and he wants to walk
4: it around <laughs>
1: <laughs> pretty self-explanatory
4: Adam do like <laughs> you take the oh shirt
0: gosh. off to take it for a walk or do you leave it on
3: <laughs> a little column a, a little column B I mean yeah Okay, Trudeau. so it's kind of half on half off you're just doing your thing Yeah. All right, yeah. and you. he'll sort of walk down the block um and then sort of start to circle Mm -hmm. back around
6: (laughs) yeah all right oh okay yeah well where 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 do you want to go you know you want to you want to come over to my house or you know uh stand by the statues i i know i think i see uh jamie over there maybe we should go somewhere else
2: yeah 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 just your front porch or something just somewhere away
6: all right sounds good what's up
2: Okay, look. Normally, I'd go to my grandma about stuff like this, but I I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't know if I can trust her, cause cause either. why did you say that? <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Why would you? Why would you say that?
6: I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I should say to you, cause you know, you're related to her. But well, I mean, what, what were you gonna say?
2: I was just gonna say that. Uh, I was, okay, so I was, well, everyone was over there, I was snooping in the Offerman place, okay? I'll admit it, I did it, that's done. End of story. Now, Oh, that's a little dangerous over
6: there.
2: uh, 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 A little bit, okay? But when I found a binoculars on top of the fridge, I broke some ketchup, by the way, but that's a side thing. When I found it on top of the fridge, there was
6: this note just kind of under it, on top of the fridge. What's it say? Here, here, look.
2: And I gave it to, to Gus.
6: And it said, what did it say? Stay the fuck out of my business or something? Don't fuck with me?
2: Yeah, I think so. And then it said, Dee, Dee at the bottom.
6: Whoa, so. I mean,
2: well, do you think that's the same Dee Dee that's my grandma Dee, Dee
6: I mean, this looks like a little old lady's handwriting, you know, and I think they all kind of have the same, same kind of handwriting, all old ladies, right? Uh, and there's only one <laughs> Dee, Dee on the street. There's only one DD on the street. There's a Dodo, but the DD is... This is definitely an E, not an O. Um, I mean, oh it's him.
2: possible Dodo misspelled her name, but...
1: <laughs> I mean, that's definitely possible.
6: <laughs> you know, that's true, but... But you know what, though? Your grandma... Your grandma... I, I, w- I wouldn't want to mess with her too much. Um, this note... So, so this was in the Opferman's house? Yeah. Yeah, just on top of the fridge on top of the fridge. I mean, it's... Hmm. Yeah.
2: And, I mean, I don't want to, you know, stereotype or nothing, but I don't think Meatball's a big cleaner, so I don't even know if he knows it's there.
6: Oh, wow, you think it's... You think it was for his dad?
2: I don't know. Uh, there's there's some <gasps> creeps walking up the street. Toward us. Hold, hold oh, on. Oh, shit! <laughs> maybe,
6: <laughs>
1: maybe, uh-huh.
2: maybe we've got to be quiet or something.
4: Oh, okay, yeah, shh. Sh- <laughs> Is someone walking
2: up. <laughs> I didn't see.
6: Jamie
7: is is very securely hidden behind the hedge,
1: but <laughs> you might catch a glimpse. I'm not sure.
8: <sighs> yeah. I, I, I saw Jamie sinking over, and then I saw uh, Gus and Cecil. And um, my big question is, Cecil, like it's it's really late. Why are you still out?
2: Oh, what? Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, Joe E.
1: Ah.
8: Me, Mr. <laughs> oh,
2: i'm sorry i'm sorry oh, yeah come I'm on sorry.
6: come on he, he's a he's a cool kid
2: i'm a cool kid god damn it <laughs> See, he's the best he's the best on the bus, best
6: on the street come on
8: yeah joey F- fine 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 whatever but but still like what what's going on why you why are you whispering out here like there's yeah, no reason I mean, for that guys, do we, do we well, trust you because yeah, yeah we trust know.
6: Joey's a good okay, guy.
8: Okay, okay, right. Got yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. He's really good. Yeah, real yeah awesome. Joey, come Go on over. On. over yeah.
2: Here. yeah, okay. We let's tell you something. Okay, so what we have so far is my grandma Dee Dee's a fucking murderer. That's what we have so far.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know.
8: And on what grounds are we assuming that the lovely Miss Dillander is a, a murderer? I mean, you well, know, what? I have this note. See, so she's already. I'm, like- I'm, I mean, her cookies are to die for.
1: Ah! Uh, <laughs> oh man!
6: He's lonely, guys. He's lonely. Who am I speaking to? Cecil. Cecil. He's lonely. <laughs> uh-huh. But you know, hey, it's not. It's more. It's more. It's more than just this note. All right, you got to see this note, and you gotta, you gotta know. When we were just over there, you guys, I found a wad of cash just hidden in a cat, a cat's butt. Wait. I mean, a, a porcelain cat's what? butt. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was
2: really the weird. porcelain cat's butt.
6: Like way more money than an old lady should have, right? I wonder how much yeah, more geez. she has stashed in all that crap in her house.
8: I, I mean, you, you know those old ladies. I mean, they, they, they don't like the banks. She's probably just keeping it for safekeeping.
6: Mm, I don't know, it was a bunch of hundreds, not like fives and ones, <laughs> like Ricky was thrown, no, no, not Ricky, Meatball, like Meatball was thrown around.
2: That's really weird. I mean, yeah, down with hmm. the bujozi, but, but,
1: <laughs>
2: but that's a lot of money for an old lady to have.
6: And see, you guys, you know, you know, Joey, you know, I, I feel like I've told you this before, but you know, you know, my suspicions. Isn't it weird that Rumsfield was breaking into Didi's Dee house? Ah, uh, no, not Rumsfield. Damn it, I have too many names to remember. <laughs> Rumsfield <laughs> was
2: like dead in her house. Yes. I
6: think. And he was too, exactly. He died in the house, same way, same way. And Art, Art Weingartner, was breaking into her house all those years ago. He knew something about that old lady. And this note, man, she walks around this neighborhood giving out cookies, but this note, look at this note. This shows shows the true, the true meaning. Mm. Of Christmas? (laughs) Yeah, no, not Christmas.
8: I, I, I mean, I mean. so what? She's an old lady, you know, like sometimes they can they can be a little a little mean, I guess. But like, I, I still don't think I think this is just one big coincidence. Come on, let's be honest. That's Joey, a, open your fucking eyes, that's Joey. A,
1: that's, a, that's a big coincidence. Um,
4: <laughs> I don't know if any of you would be looking, but around while this conversation is happening, Dee Dee is, is making her way, um, not stealthily, just making her way to the <gasps> Ocrowman house.
0: What do you want, old lady?
4: Um. Well. Are you doing it uh, stealthy? No, no, I'm not being stealthy, but I haven't knocked yet. Um, but I have. uh, I have. Did I? You didn't narrate this, so I'm going to take a little bit of player liberty here and say that maybe Meatball forgot his stash in my mailbox. He did.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
4: Yeah. So I have put his stash in a brown paper sack um taking it out of whatever it was in and put it in like a lunch sack Mm -hmm. you know um and i drop it on his doorstep and i light the top of the brown paper sack on fire (gasps) like not to light up the (laughs) stash but just to light like the top of it on fire and i knock um, and then I just start walking away, so that in theory, when he opens the door, he will see this brown paper bag on his stoop on fire. And
0: will he see you walking away, or are you trying yep. to be fast? So you're not even trying to hide it that it was you. No. Oh man, yeah. I think away. we would have seen he, that. Then. Yeah, yeah I feel like on we on would this... have seen that. Well, you guys are all you guys are all doing your conspiratorial thing, like I'd say around the side yeah, of Gus's yeah. house.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, that's, there's a hedge here. Yeah, I forgot about that.
4: I need to know if he steps on it to put it out.
0: So yeah, so Meatball would open the door and he would be like, "Hey, what what what, what is this? What was up with this?"
4: <laughs> um, <as he> stumps- <laughs> As he stumps it out, he discovers that it is in fact full of dog shit that is over the stash. Ah! So he gets it all over his foot and the and the entire stash is oh, ruined. Oh, fucking gross. Oh, f- oh fuck you, DD. Fuck you. Mind your language, dear. There are children about.
0: And he's. I'm just walking back home. The fire's out. He's storming inside to clean off his, his feet. Um, so, uh, Jacques, what you were going for a walk? I know that you you had kind of an interest in um, getting to a certain spot in the cul-de-sac. I'm wondering if um, right now I see the these icons over here. Ricky and Jacques um, Parker. Is, is, would Ricky have still been outside? Would he have like been jo- joined Jacques on his walk around the cul de sac, or what? Um, yeah,
5: I mean, like if if Jacques was going to go for a walk, I mean, I would, I was going to offer to walk around, strut around, and show off his shirt. Uh, but <laughs> if but if he made it clear that he was, you know, making his way somewhere, I, you know, I would take a hint or whatever. Yeah,
0: no, play, play that moment for me the two of you before you get too far from where it started, Juck.
5: Yeah, so I'd just be like, I would just be like, oh, you know, you going for a stroll around uh, Mayfield with your new
3: shirt on? Oh, yeah, there. But I've had this one since 2015.
5: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 why didn't you have a 2016 one? That, we, we
3: could have used Trudeau then. Why? Well, what is happening? Oh, we can. Then. We Canadians don't do wishful thinking there. It's too oh, painful. Okay. Um, nice. What do you know about the Offerman house there? He'll sort of gesture back as we're sort of walking down and around the cul-de-sac. So he'll like, it's kind of like a big circle around the cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, you know, I mean... Uh,
5: Meatball uh you know uh, he's a, he's a good guy you know he's a little misunderstood a little rough
3: around the edges but uh I mean, he, he was good you shake, know as you say this I'll shake some change out of my underwear <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs> What the fuck Yeah yeah I mean like uh I mean you know he, he he's, he's he's had a he's had a tough time you know with the uh, his grandfather passing away I mean his grandfather wasn't that great of a guy especially not to him uh but uh you know he's uh, he's trying to trying to make the
3: best of the situation. Do you know how soon they rebuilt that house over the uh, the old one after that? What was it, Klopek incident?
5: That was uh, the mole. That was at Joe Joseph's house, right?
3: Yeah. So six, the, six, six six nine or whatever. Six six nine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was at six six nine. Okay. Yeah.
5: <laughs> but. And, uh, yeah, yeah what 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 was that
0: um and and it was it was actually um that lot was empty for like a couple of years actually um before anybody wanted to kind of rebuild there and there was like criminal investigations there and like because that was a big deal when these like they were investigating like a lot of different murders from like four different towns and like disappearances so like it was it was empty for a while um before a new house was built on top of it. Um, And yeah, like, so Jacques, like, I'm happy to like kind of retcon that. that, Like you would be very interested both in that house and in the yeah, yeah, No, no, no. I I, I
3: just got mixed up uh, because their
0: names, right? Yeah. But, Um, but it's, but I'm happy to make that canon that like, you actually would have been very intrigued by both of those houses, especially there was just this, like a death there. And, you know, meatball is a really intriguing kind of figure with his money, you know? So,
3: His underwear money, yes. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah, there. I I uh, just—I don't know. Has anyone else lived in that Mole Slammer place? There Uh, was Mole Slammer.
1: (laughs) What Mole Slammer? (laughs) 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 What the fuck? Don't make
3: fun of my accent, Cecil.
0: Though there was another family in there um before Joey just moved in a few years ago um it was a family called the uh i guess the Jansons.
3: <laughs> I was just to say incidentally it was the Mole Slammers before the Mole Sammers
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um so i'm going to just kind of move things along so I'm, everybody now in their in their um respective interactions will hear suddenly uh like a like a whale from from Barclos house as he kind of opens the door just pushes it open and runs out and he's in his clothes are kind of even more disheveled than before and he's wailing out ah, cecil i abandoned my child I abandoned my
2: child. I abandoned
7: my boy. Hey, Cecil,
8: relax. He's right over here. Yeah. Barkalo, relax. Yeah. yeah, Barkalo. That's what I meant. Yeah, uh, I'm Cecil.
2: freaking over here. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> Cecil, I'm so glad you're oh, your dad, Mr.
4: Yeah, listen,
0: Barkalo, calm it down a bit.
4: Oh, what the yeah. you think you're doing?
0: Why weren't you at home? I was looking for you. I thought the worst had happened.
2: We live in the suburbs. What could happen? Come on.
0: Don't ever say that to me again, Cecil, and he'll get down and he'll put his hands on your face and he'll squeeze you really tight. The worst things happen in the suburbs, Cecil, the worst. How many times do I have to tell you that?
4: Barry, Barry, what are you
0: doing? Uh, Ah, oh, I abandoned my child. I abandoned my boy. Drink drink your milkshake, etc. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: There will be burbs.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Barclow calms down and he'll kind of straighten up and you be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everybody. I got scared, Cecil, take my hand. We're going home. Everybody, if we could all just go to our respective homes and retire for the evenings, that would go a long way toward advancing the narrative. So, good night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, okay, Gus, just, oh, just remember Cecil. my grandma's the fucking murderer. Joey, yeah. yeah. Her. I,
1: let's you just, know, thank just, you.
8: Yeah. I agree. Yeah, just yeah. So you know, okay. 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 All right. So now I think uh, hey hey Gus um Yeah, Joey. Have you know have you noticed that barclow has been a bit on edge lately? Oh
6: man, he is always on edge. He is always so worried about everything around here and this is the best street in the United States of America. He thinks it's the worst.
8: <laughs> yeah, yeah I yeah, I I I know, but I feel like especially as of late it's it's been like super amped up. Uh, I maybe maybe it's just Halloween. But I, I I don't know I I feel like I feel like something's up It's also up there. the
6: thirtieth anniversary.
8: It's also the yeah something yeah. in the
6: air. You feel it?
8: Calling in the air of the night. <laughs>
6: <Come on. laughs> hey eighties. <80s. laughs> Wait or was that nineties? <laughs> I feel like that song. Uh, <laughs> <Both. laughs> um hmm. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 it's, it's possible. but, You know, it's, it's, this, this neighborhood is exciting in a lot of ways. I think that for some of us, it, it gets us amped up in a good way, and for some of us, you fall apart like that guy. Poor Cecil. I feel bad for him. He's just trying to be a kid. Yeah, I
8: mean, I, yeah, I mean, and, and he's like the most normal one in that household. <laughs>
6: That's for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, so, um,
0: if that conversation is is wrapping up, I would say that it's <laughs> it's been it's been a couple of hours, and I would say that this, as we all kind of retire for the evening, um, this would be a good time for us to take a little break. Let me. Well, I also I need to DM Galway and make sure that he
2: Galway's the murderer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it.
0: I Just told him ready to take a break, so hopefully he'll be back momentarily any other just little flavor anybody want to like give as uh, as the night is winding down i will be having everybody give a perception check when we get back um for kind of over the course of the night so well
5: one thing i just wanted to do quick is just um go over to my neighbor's house who i know really really well and knock on the door and be like why weren't you at the meeting
0: Oh, the goldsmith house?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr.
0: Goldsmith will will open up and he'll say, uh, Ricky, you know yeah. that the goldsmiths, uh, me, my family, and the Olsons next door <laughs> are not officially members of the Mayfield Place Homeowners Association. Need I give you a history lesson that years ago, Art Weingartner spearheaded the movement to secede from the Hinkley Hills Homeowners Association (laughs) and to establish a separate Mayfield Place Homeowners Association (laughs) because of how passionate he was about Mayfield Place.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know all that, but I just wanted to
0: know... We decided not to secede. We're still part of the Hinckley Hills Homeowners Association. So, whatever antics you may place HOA folks get up to, we're not a part of it. That's why our houses are grayed out. Okay. Now, good
4: night. Thanks for the <laughs> clarification.
5: Yeah. Good night.
0: <laughs> good night. And that's, we'll go for a break. Uh, thanks, Galway. Be right back, everybody. Just a few minutes. BRB. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Helpful Goat Presents The Burbs 2019. We uh, had some great fun role-playing Tuesday, October 29th. Everybody had a meeting. We're looking forward to the Halloween party here on Mayfield Place. And everybody had some fun conversations and interactions. And now night is falling. And everyone is retired for the evening. What I'm going to do is ask everybody to give me a D20 role for kind of perception. And that'll kind of help me determine who is aware of what over the course of the evening. Wow, some good ones. The highest one is Cecil with a 19. Is that right? Hell yeah. (laughs) Joey rolled an 18. Okay, cool. So, over the course of the night, some things happen. Cecil, you're a paranoid child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally the the character type combination that you rolled. (laughs) (laughs) So in the middle of the night, you hear some labored kind of movement across the street. You look out your window. With my binoculars now. With your binoculars now. And you're able to see very closely. You see Joey carrying some heavy, strange looking packages first to his garage which is this little uh, separate building over here and also taking some into his house and you can tell that he is actually trying to be kind of sneaky about it and actually Sam why don't you give me a d20 roll to see kind of how aware you are of your surroundings in the neighborhood as you're doing this Eighteen, not bad. You get a, you get a weird feeling like you're being watched, and you, my kid who doesn't have a shirt, my kid who doesn't have a shirt on.
8: You look across specific feeling I have right now.
0: (laughs) You look across the street and you see the face of Cecil Barkelow with some um, binoculars, and very quickly, I imagine, Cecil, you kind of duck down. Ooh, yeah, yeah. But not in time for, um, for Joey uh, not to see you. <gasps> um, and when you look back out, Cecil, you see Joey, um, with like a look on his face as he's kind of going inside. He kind of looks like he's really nervous, like he's been caught doing something wrong. So that's interesting. Another thing that happens, who else? What was the second highest roll?
8: That was me. Joey,
7: 18. Joey.
0: Um, I'm going to uh, void that one. After that, it was Chamey with a 16. Chamey, you're right. Yeah, you happen to be right next door to Joey's house. You're in the old Peterson place. Oh, yes, I am. You don't own this house, I want to remind you. You've been sleeping in the attic. Appreciate not, it. Not not even the guest room, but the attic of your ex-mother-in-law, Dolores Henry. Right. <laughs> um, she's a sweet old lady. She, you know, is happy with you living there, even though you're divorced from her son. Mm-hmm. Um, But you, in a weird kind of confluence... I don't know if that's the right word but of, of events of this being 30 years later whether you know it or not you're actually going to relive something very similar to some a moment that happened 30 years ago mm, okay you're gonna wander outside and it's a windy night it's creepy and you see some lights coming from the basement of what is not the dilapidated old you know clopeck house but a normal nice modern house of the Samlers. It's never appeared to be anything special. Samlers, after all, are a typically a quiet bunch, but tonight, that's not the case. So walking toward the edge of Dolores's yard, you hear several muffled sounds emanating from the basement of the Mulsamlers' house, along with some lights. The most prominent of these sounds that you can hear are, are a loud, organic, and grotesque slicing sound. And you kind of can hear, weirdly enough, some kind of voice. Is it, is it yelling or shouting or singing or wailing? You're not quite sure, but it's, it's off-key, it's disjointed, in rhythm with the slices. And then, after one final harsh and quick slice, the sounds stop, the lights stop, and everything is silent. Uh. Yeah, weird, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and you go back inside. Of course, you do. <laughs> just like Tom Hanks did in the movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Wednesday, October 30th, the sun creeps up, and the sounds of, I guess, daylight happen.
4: <laughs> sounds of daylight. My favorite symphony. It's, a,
7: it's a wet, organic slicing.
4: <laughs> but because
0: it's around, like, Halloween even the sounds of daylight are kind of creepy as you can hear <laughs> um and the first thing that everybody hears as they're kind of getting ready in the morning is at 7 a.m barkalo in his nightgown storms out of his house and yells I abandoned my child! No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still,
0: I'm right here. I'm in my bed. <laughs> I
4: can't He's get not... over Cecil calling him Barcolo.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cecil, you do not know your father's first name. No, it's nope. Barculo. Whatever. Nobody knows his first name. Dee Dee just calls him Barry because she refuses to call him Barcolo. Barclalow so you all like if you're all on some kind of like neighborhood like informal neighborhood watch text, you would have gotten the text like a moment before Barclalow stormed out, and uh it's a text saying like uh, uh, block meeting on the island now and Barcalo's yelling out, block meeting, block meeting come out, come out, danger <laughs> etc <cetera. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So, uh, if you all eventually make it out there, it's it's like some it's, it's like six forty five a m. And He's kidding. carrying a oh, nightgown and on?
4: bunny slippers.
0: DD is nice.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. But Cecil, he would not. He told you like stay inside, get ready for school. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. And is carrying a few pieces of paper, and he's waving them in the air. And he as once everybody's assembled, he 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 says, "We have an invader. Somebody, something dangerous, came onto our street and down our cul-de-sac. Look!" And he puts the pieces of paper, he goes up to the bulletin board, and he has them. He separates the papers and puts them out and everybody kind of crowds around to see. And what you see is a, is a printout from his, from um, Barclow's doorbell camera uh, program. He's printed out a, just a few shots. And it's over the street of Mayfield Place. The timestamps say around 3 a.m. And on the street in these in these screenshots that he's printed out, there is a figure, a very strange-looking human figure in dark clothes, but with the head of a goat. And- <laughs> <laughs> And from one shot to another, you just see this figure progressing, and it's walking east toward the Opferman house. Um, I don't, I don't know where it went. Uh, it went out of range of my my doorbell camera. But what the fuck is that?
4: What the fuck, right? Well, it's Satan, this dear. They did warn us. Do you really think so? Who warned us? What are you talking about?
3: Uh, Didn't um, Geraldo Rivera warn us?
0: 20 years ago?
6: I've taught him so well. Did he?
0: Gus, you have the tape. You're watching that thing all the time.
6: Uh, It's on my website.
8: (laughs) Satanists. Could it be that? guys it's it it, like so first of all i'm looking pretty dang disheveled but i'm like guys it's it's almost halloween like it's probably just some stupid teenagers like just uh,
1: just what are you covering up
8: joey (laughs) (laughs) covering uh, oh god it's too bright out here far too much there joey
4: what's in the cookies Didi? what are you covering up joey
8: I I don't have any cookies.
4: No, I'm saying that we all need to calm down. Kids running around the cul-de-sac with goat heads on around Halloween is not Satanists. And people aren't putting things in cookies. And Joey isn't hiding things in his frumpy pajamas. I don't know, man. I mean, 30 years ago... You know, they, they said that
6: the Clopex opened a, gate to, a gateway to hell. I mean, maybe, maybe there's something to it. I don't think that's the case. Gussie boy, silly Gus,
0: you and your nonsense with the Satanists and the Clopex. I'm telling you, that is all silly. Oh, oh, everybody, Thanks, look. Dodo. Look, the Opferman House's front door is, is wide open. And Dodo points over to the Opperman house, which is which is in fact the direction that this weird figure was heading in the security camera footage.
5: <gasps> hey, Meatball! I'm just, I'm just yelling towards Meatball to come out.
0: Meatball, Dolores will start walking. Who who does everybody want to walk over toward the Opperman house? Jacques, go get your hockey stick. Meatloaf. Oh yeah, oh, oh, I'm gonna
3: go, I'm gonna go back and get. The special hockey stick or the one for slapping? The one for slapping.
1: slapping. Okay.
4: (laughs) For slap shots specifically. (laughs) Okay.
0: So you get your hockey stick, the the one for slapping. Uh, He's
3: going to take a long time to do this, I should say. Um. So Do I wants... think he's
6: okay? Am I worried? How long, how long am I worried?
3: <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen that might distract you all.
0: No secrets here. Oh no. Marco's like, guys, we don't
4: just go in there. Shouldn't we call the cops? And he'll go to like... Barry, like... do not call the cops. We'll figure this out on our own. Uh, uh, fine. Okay, fine. And everybody's
0: walking toward the house
5: i just keep yelling for meatball i'm like come on out meatball
0: what are you doing we're having a meeting yeah (laughs) yeah there's no response (laughs) he must be sleeping pretty heavily um (laughs) yeah is like the door is open you said yeah the door's wide open and you go in and it does kind of look like like things are kind of turned over like it looks like the place has been ransacked um, and you see some. There is some blood on the kitchen floor. Well, it seems like blood at first, but it actually appears to be just ketchup um, <laughs> if you look more closely at it. And then, but you do hear from the from the kitchen. Dolores actually goes in there first, and Dodo is like, "Ah!" And you oh, all I, run in. Yeah, and she's, right. Dodo, and she says,
1: "A rat! A rat! There's a rat!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you look over on, on the stove and there is um it's not it is a rat it's a Halloween decoration of a rat
7: before before Jamie realizes it he pulls out a taser and fires at it
8: fake <laughs> <laughs> where'd you get a taser from
7: it was <laughs> it was uh, it was, uh yeah, it was, it was issue, standard issue, on the on the Border Patrol.
8: And you just brought that with you to our block meeting? I always have it on me, don't you? Uh, n- n- no.
4: <laughs> it never hurts to be prepared, but I don't think we need to go about shooting any more Halloween decorations, Jamie. Would you put that thing away?
0: So, So, Ricky, you're friends with Meatball, right? Uh yeah, yeah, we're friends. Uh also
5: he's my dealer, but also we're friends. Or at least I think so.
0: Okay. So let's say that you're walking upstairs because you're familiar with that. And now I'm just seeing messages on my end about whispers and
5: Yeah, I just i d I'm just gonna keep calling out to him, you know, just assuming that he like, you know, smoked that
3: fat indica.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: the nugs. You know, you know, he just ripped a fat l- thing of it, and and it's all out
2: of it. some fucking cloud, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we just like we we know all the words. Yeah, like like kids and teenagers do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so,
0: so while so while everybody else is is uh is everybody inside the house like i think Barcla went in gus did you go in especially if i heard my mom screaming I really yeah, yeah everybody's in there um we'll come back to that meanwhile it seems like so uh, tj i hope you don't mind us doing this open. not at all not at all sounds like Jacques is trying to sneak into the mall Sammler house <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: Cecil also separately is also trying to sneak into the mall Sammler house <laughs> <laughs> was, <I'm> so
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> and neither of you <laughs> knew that which is amazing so how do we want to resolve that um do we bump into each other in the backyard? Like I,
2: I would have been going to the garage
0: first.
3: So yeah, let's that, say that, that, Ce- is-
0: that Cecil is trying to break into the garage, and J- and Jacques is trying to sneak into the the house,
3: <laughs> preferably through a basement window.
8: <laughs>
0: through the base, through a basement window. Okay, Sam, is the garage locked?
8: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay, but the but the house you wouldn't have locked the front door, perhaps while going down, for going out.
8: Oh no, no, no. The, the front door wouldn't have been locked.
0: Yeah, up. but the basement windows are probably fairly secure.
8: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- there's only the one, and it's yeah. like sealed shut.
0: Right. Okay, so I'm gonna have each of you roll a d20 and since everybody else is distracted and mayor in the house i will give each of you advantage so roll two d20s each of you yeesh 11 and 9 so cecil rolls at 15 and I... Jacques. so yeah so jacques you rolled an 11 so you're like trying the basement window and you're about to try the front door when Um, KT is this okay I I feel like after you've realized that Dolores is okay you might peek your head back out to kind of because you were kind of worried about Jacques being gone for a while or whatever
6: yeah I I mean yeah it depends on how long he was gone but yeah I would definitely be wondering where he was
0: yeah I say with the role of Eleven Jacques you're about to try to head up the porch to the front door and um, you hear Gus be like Jacques or yeah KT you can play that moment if you want
6: sure Like, get Uh, over here, basically. Do I see him? Yeah, Jacques, Jacques. Oh,
3: oh, yeah, there. Oh, look at that. This is the wrong stick. This definitely is not the slapping stick there. <laughs> I am going to go and get my slapping stick. I'll be right there. Don't you worry now. and I'll Oh, start, yeah, we
1: don't
6: want to use that one. Yeah.
3: <laughs> just, just go into house. Go ahead and check out whatever is going on with that goat-headed nonsense. I'll be right there, hun. And, Are you sure? <laughs> I, I don't want you to be in danger. Oh, don't you worry now. I, a Canadian's never in danger. And then... <laughs> and jacques will sort of uh jauntily walk back with the stick over his shoulder back toward his house should we say
0: okay so and cecil yeah
3: I, i will say jacques is going to attempt to circle back
0: if he can sure that'll that'll be a hefty uh dc is that what people would call it yes yes um, but so Cecil, so with a fifteen, you are actually able to. So what's funny is that so um, Ricky Feldman, who's very resourceful and very like tech savvy and like just very good with this, he's very dexterous. He um, just a couple of weeks ago he was actually showing you how to pick a lock,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you actually picked up a yeah. few things from him, and you were actually able to pick the lock to the the kind of door on the side of the. The garage here. Yeah, I used my Fortnite survival kit I got in the mail. Uh, and, it's got an <laughs> and
2: a tin can for some reason. Yeah. So you're able to get inside. <laughs> Fortnite joke. Never mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Wrong ground. And laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: My bad. Sorry. No, about that, I, I get it, Adam. You're good. <laughs> and <laughs>
0: Sam. Sam, do, could do you mind um, describing what Cecil might see?
8: yeah yeah okay so there's there's a you, lot and, going and, and, on
0: and sam you don't have to so he doesn't see everything right away right like like he there's not much time here and i will say that barkalo is freaking out right now because they're about he abandoned to find his
4: child <laughs> <laughs> he <abandoned> his son. <laughs> what i will say
0: is that that they're they're about to find something uh uh not great in the Opperman house. And so Barcolo will very, very soon be running out and looking for for Cecil and yelling out his name. So Cecil does not have much time to snoop around in here. So with that information, what do you think he would see
8: in the garage? All right. So so uh Cecil, you're definitely gonna see two things. So first of all, there are a lot of these um glass vats that contain like a kind of a, a dark green. I, I don't know. It's it's some kind of chemicals inside. And then there's, well, I mean, it, it, it looks kind of like skin inside of them. And there's, there's at least five or six of them. You can't really tell how far back. Cause it's kind of dark. There's no lights on in the garage right now. Um, and you also, um well, actually you you've broken in are you currently inside right now yeah 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 okay cool so um you also see a few um like just kind of stacked up against a wall just a a bunch of like old tapes that uh they're not like vhs's but they are like old tapes that people would just film on like a you know home recorder kind of thing
0: can i can i amend this just because there's some flavor here
8: that
0: I I want to incorporate so Cecil you actually do have a little bit of time and what you, you do see on the wall of the garage a painting of a rotund man in glasses and a paper hat with his family he's got a little name tag on his on the suit that he's wearing that says skip. And in the corner of the painting, it's signed WK. Um, give me a D20 roll, Cecil. Uh, give me two. I'll give you advantage on this.
1: Yeah. 15. 15.
0: So this, there's something about this painting that kind of, that, uh, uh it it's, it's it's it draws your attention. You might have heard about a story from actually long before even the Klopek incident. Um, this kind of urban legend about this guy named Skip who like murdered his family or something. It's kind of weird that there'd be a painting here. But so you are over there, and you're actually you, you um, you're touching touching this painting, and you actually you kind of push it, and it kind of actually opens up. It swings open. Uh, to a secret compartment in the wall, I guess,
1: <laughs> Damn, and, it is,
0: and it is in that secret compartment that you see a bunch of camcorder tapes labeled, and then they're very neatly organized, but they're labeled with different what seems like dates from the past several years. <gasps> I look nine eleven. <laughs> um, there is no tape from 9-11. Fucking moles <laughs> lemma. <laughs> so you do see that, but then suddenly you hear SO! <gasps> Stace <Cesar! Cesar! laughs> It's your father. Oh, God. Because <laughs> what just happened. Well and and you know what, TJ, I will allow you to give me one more d20 just to see what happens. Five. Yeah, you're you're not able to get into the house itself um, before they take a lock with a hockey stick. Apparently, <laughs> no, there are some <laughs> screams because because Ricky, when you walk into Meatball's bedroom, uh-huh. you find the what uh, very obviously dead body of Meatball.
1: And this, <gasps> oh
0: and this my gosh. This was not. This is not uh, an overdose from painkillers. This is not an overdose <laughs> at all. If it's an overdose of anything, it's an overdose of Niflins? Being skinned <gasps> alive. Oh God! Oh, God. Oh, my God.
2: It was you just a, an overdose of being
0: alive. Just a little too much being skinned alive it's a little too much playing. (laughs) it is grisly it is horrific and anybody who you know sees that and immediately runs out please do Barcolo certainly does he's looking for Cecil Um, he's yelling your name Cecil and Uh, so I grab a couple
2: random uh, tapes and and, and stick them uh, in
0: my shirt and then just run out okay do you close the painting do you do anything Uh, there no nope Just like I did, clean up the kitchen. Nope. Uh,
3: Do I see as I'm sort of like trying to jimmy the lock with this uh, hockey stick? uh, Do I (laughs) like see Cecil running (laughs) from? Yeah, we like
2: look at each other, like kind of nod, like we had the same idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Yep, that happens for sure. And and so if it looks like someone's going to spot Cecil, I'm uh, going to sort of loudly say, Oh, God damn it. Dare. Uh, as I'm sort of uh, hitting, basically hitting the front door with a hockey stick. of <laughs> <the mold. laughs> And if everybody's looking, I'll say, you know, it looked like there was someone in your house. Mole slammer, mole slammer, mole slammer, whatever your name is there.
8: It's, 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 it's mole samler, but, uh, what
3: yeah no i was just trying to get in to see if i could give him the old hey ho like we do up in the north there
8: (laughs) (laughs) the old hey ho, right right right. yeah because i would know what that is Uh,
3: oh sorry my Uh, my canadian jargon's coming out there Uh, you should check to see if anybody's in there though i thought i saw some movement there
8: uh, okay, and uh, I go ahead and uh, try to make my way in to my own house.
0: So while you're doing that, and 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 Joey, you did you see the dead body? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right, shaking up, and now you're like, is somebody in my house? Like, what the fuck? Um, <clears throat> yeah. How is everybody else kind of reacting to seeing Meatball's dead body up there?
5: So I'm gonna run in and just like. Clutch his skinned body to my chest and be like, Neil, oh, no, no
1: my best friend,
7: <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> get the hell off of him, you idiot. This is a crime scene.
5: But my best friend, he, he's he helped, he gave me so much good cush and, <laughs> and
7: <lungs. laughs> oh,
1: no, he's man. right. We
6: got to get out of here, we got to get out of here before. Before we we touch anything, or I, he's looking around to see if there's anything obvious that's like a a clue or anything.
0: Yeah. Um. So who? So um. Some of you might be trying to look around and like investigate. Is that what I'm yes, hearing Yes, I would. And I, yes. So
4: yeah, and Dee Dee. Um. I don't know how much time there was in the house before the body was discovered. Like between the rat and the discovery of the body.
0: There was a just some time, yeah. While everybody, like Ricky, was cautiously kind of heading upstairs, and so they're like a minute or two. I think
4: Dee Dee would have been downstairs still, like snooping. But I'm I'm not necessarily as interested in that as after the body was found, Dee, Dee would have immediately switched to looking for any evidence of Walter's painkillers in the house still. Sure. Okay.
0: And Gus, you're looking too because you're, you know, an enthusiast about the street and anything exciting that happens. You're like investigating that shit, right? Yes. So why don't each of you, each of you, give me a d twenty.
4: Sixteen for Didi.
0: And a five from Gus. So yeah, Didi, you're looking around for um, evidence of, of the overdose you said, or of uh,
2: his
4: paintings? Um, yeah, I want to <laughs> find any of them that are left.
0: Not suspicious at all. Sure. Yeah, yeah you you actually branch off into uh, wh- where Walter's room was, and you're able to find um, some of those. Um, I mean, the police would have taken some obvious ones, mm-hmm. but with a with a sixteen investigation check and with your Past relationship and knowledge of Walter, you actually do know of uh, of a spot where he might have had some hidden, and you are you you you're like praying to yourself like oh my god like please still be there and it is yeah. there and you okay and you pocket it.
4: Okay. Um and I suppose that around this time, um, is this room that I'm in, like at the back of the house, would I see Cecil running away from Yeah,
2: sneakily uh, across the backyard. Yeah. yeah. Everybody the else way- is out
4: front and like Barry is yeah. screeching and I'm in the house looking and like would I just like glance up and see Cecil? Yep.
0: And through through the wi- yeah, through the window you see Cecil. And I'm also gonna whisper to you something else that you find that you just happen to find kind of with or around the, okay. the painkillers.
2: Oh, suspect. Suspers. Secret secrets are no fun. Because Secret secrets hurt someone.
3: That's how I like them.
4: Um, okay, and uh, Dee Dee <clears throat> Um. Seeing Cecil, she's going to pocket what she has found—the uh, painkillers—and um, <clears throat> with surprising lack of frailty, <laughs> she will make her way outside to try and catch up with Cecil.
0: All right, <clears throat> and the body's found. Ricky is is yelling, "My best friend, no! <laughs> Meatball!" Yeah, it's okay. So <laughs> um. Dodo is. She looks uh, white. She, like oh dear, oh oh dear,
6: oh, oh dear. Uh, I'm gonna, what would Mister Rogers say? I'm take her. Arm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh.
6: I'm gonna take her arm and take her home. I think I would be worried about her. I think cool. Jamie
7: would actually help as well.
6: Aw, aw yeah, ex spouses
0: united by tragedy
1: mm-hmm. and the
0: concern for Dolores. Cool. Uh, Barclow is definitely calling the cops. <laughs> oh, God. What a narc. Come on, Barry. Because a, because a body was found, guys. Narc. I don't think we can get around this. <laughs> um, and Have so, I caught a yeah. Oh, I'm trying my best to
2: run from that old lady. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. So, do you, I mean, we can, should we do an athletics check here? I mean, Cecil, how much are you trying to I stay away that? from her? Like,
6: do I see that at all? Like, her running after Cecil? <laughs> no, I'd be you're definitely focused... interested in that.
0: You're focused on Dolores, but I will let you, when you get over here to her house, give me a D20 for perception. And why don't, and Cecil, are you really trying to get away from Dee 100%. I'm a hundred percent. I'm afraid. Give me a D. Oh,
1: no. Yeah, sorry.
0: Gus, you're too worried about your mother. Cecil rolls a 14. D.D., give me a roll.
4: Um, I think Dee would not be trying to chase him down. She would be trying to persuade him to come back um, by kind of yelling after him and and, and like, you know, like, Cecil, it's, I need to. You know, I need to know what you were doing. I think some. I think something is very bad has happened. Uh, that's true. Something very bad's happened with you, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Andy I have um, cookies. Should can I roll for, like persuasion? Yeah, give a,
0: yeah give a roll and we'll see what what happens.
4: Seventeen.
0: Yeah. So, Andy, um that's a seventeen. Like, what? What? How does Cecil react to that? Ah oh, Jesus. <laughs> Bearing in mind that like I mean I would remind you that of what you just saw in the Mul Samler garage, I don't know if it, if, in, tr- if in this moment you would yeah. you would realize like like which one is more scary. Especially
3: right now. because like I'm assuming somebody might have like seen you, especially if like Jock hadn't been like trying to make a commotion. So like you're probably your adrenaline's like probably all.
2: Uh, I'll keep my distance, but I'll stop running from her, and I'll kind of shout back, "Oh, guys, c- keep your distance, uh, Granny. What do you What do you want?
4: Keep my distance. My goodness, Cecil, what's gotten into you?
2: What's What's gotten into me? What's What's gotten into you? you you're like shaking down our neighbors or something. I saw well, the note in the Oppen- Oppenheimer. Uh, Oppenheimer's place
0: wouldn't. <laughs> Opfermann. literally I can't see. Oppermen is literally German for victim man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, Cecil, what note? Any note you might have found can be explained, Cecil. You saw what happened here. You saw. Well, you didn't. Thank God. <laughs> what um, happened yeah what are you talking about Cecil there Cecil it's it's not going it's going to sound real bad <laughs> the Meatball Okay. Meatball yeah. was found dead Cecil but you know he stole your binoculars Cecil he's been bullying you I was sticking up for you I wasn't threatening him You. you, you killed him no, Cecil, bananas. Cecil, did you, uh, no, do I look like someone who could slay a man? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you,
2: you got your lackey, Joey to do it for you, didn't you? I know Joey. what this is.
4: I know no. what
2: this is. <laughs> Cecil, did oh, you oh, see wait, wait something?
4: I... Did you see something at Joey's place, Cecil?
2: Oh, oh. Oh, I saw I saw lots of things at Joey's place. Yeah, and I'm gonna watch some more. See, I got some evidence. All right, and I'm gonna go to our place, and I think we have a camera, and I'm gonna watch a little bit more. But okay, bye. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I don't know, at this point, at this point, um, you hear some sirens and some cop cars pull up.
5: So when I hear the they... sirens, I'm gonna like kind of quickly come to my senses and kind of start speed walking away from the opperman house and sure, be like,
0: covered, in, covered in blood
5: <laughs> right. yeah 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 definitely just trying to pretend like that you know put my coat back on and yeah. cover up and just kind of make my way quickly back to my house
0: sure meanwhile joey you were look you were going into your house looking f-
8: because yeah I, w- I was gonna I was gonna ask if I noticed, like, in my house or garage, if I noticed any signs of obvious tampering.
0: I wouldn't I, even make you roll for that. I, I mean, like, if you go through your house and so see like nothing's disturbed. I, I also want to say that like Jacques is like hardcore
3: attempting to get Joey to take him to the basement. Like, oh, I think oh. there's something in the basement there. Like, we might want to check that out before we check anything else out there.
8: Yeah, Joey, how would you respond to that? I mean, I I uh, if, if you I don't I don't know my basement's pretty secured. Uh I I'm not too concerned, but I'll I'll check to make sure the door's still locked. I
3: mean, maybe we should just go down there to double check. I mean, I did see some some movement down there. I don't know if it's just like rats or whatever there, but I don't want you to get flayed alive. Do you want to get flayed
8: alive there? Cuz that's doesn't no, it's no fun. i i I mean i don't when did you see this movement again because you know it might have just been me oh i i I
3: saw it as we were heading over to the house there also i am lying through my teeth i am attempting to sort of one cover for cecil but i really want to get down in the basement
0: yeah so i mean it sounds like joey is like really uncomfortably being like no i don't think so and right around this time Gus and Chamey are walking Dolores past and Chamey I imagine might be making a look at you like oh you're the new <laughs> the new boyfriend but I'm the one helping his mom and Gus mm-hmm. is going to like be motioning to you like what is wrong with I, correct me if I'm wrong KT and 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 uh, Eric
6: Um, I don't know if I would be looking at him like what is wrong with you but like I would definitely want to know what's going on so like yeah come over here and tell me what's going on
3: Oh, okay. Well, if like I caught your eye, Gus, I would say I would say to um, Joey just just go down and check your basement there while the cops do their thing, and then I'll sort of wander over and say, "Oh, hey, Jamie. Oh, we're going for the comfortable look this morning, are we?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's it's around this time that the police cars come up and uh, and like cops get out and they're heading into the Opferman house and there's a detective who gets out and he sees you walking by Ricky, I'm sorry <laughs> but he's going to stop oh, dang it. from going to your house <laughs> and he's going to be like oh, whoa, 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 excuse me uh, everybody please stay right outside your houses where we can see you, this is now an investigation scene all day long this is going to take I don't think I have it. Like, there's nothing really scripted or prepared, but just know that that's what <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens today. You're all going to be you're all going to be questioned by us about uh, presumably what, whatever, a dead body. What happened to due
8: process?
0: This is that process. You all are witnesses to a dead body. None of you are, you know, you're all presumed innocent. But hey, we don't have time for this. Just we're gonna do this, and we're just gonna treat it as kind of like a like a montage. And if anybody <laughs> has any ideas for like for what might happen in a like a like a little interview between Detective Joe Dante, which is the name of the director of the movie. Uh-huh. Oh. Detective Joe Dante and your character now is the time to kind of paint that picture because he's asking everybody about Meatball Anything, you know, what did you see? What's your relationship with meatball? What's anybody else's in the neighborhood like their relationship with meatball who would want to hurt him? um, Etc, etc. And they might even ask they they're thinking like his grandfather just died in this house like a little bit ago. So yeah, so that's what's on the table. I have nothing really prepared for this, so I'm hoping that we can kind of crowdsource any like just a few maybe moments or like significant exchanges that will happen during that. I'm all ears. I mean,
3: Jacques would definitely say to Gus, Oh my god, there's men in uniform, strike a pose already.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh Didi would um tell the cops right away that Meatball was a drug dealer um, and that he was peddling at least cannabis if not something else and um, she would also tell them that um, she thinks Dolores was at the op for Minhouse
0: interesting okay what do you mean she was at she was at the house? My understanding is that there was a, a dinner party just last week, Thursday the twenty fourth. All of you were there, right?
4: Well we were, but I found this and I give him the receipt and I say that I found um, and I say I Dolores has been nonstop going on and on about the Mr. Rogers lately and here I find evidence of a rental of Mr. Rogers you won't you be my neighbor and I just... All I'm saying is that what do we even know about Dodo? All
0: right, okay. I don't know what Dodo is, but you ever think that maybe (laughs) the old man might have rented the documentary too? I mean, it's a great documentary. It's really inspiring. It made me cry, and it made me wonder what would Mr. Rogers do in Trump's America? You know what I mean?
4: Well, yeah, (laughs) that's a very reasonable (laughs) response. (laughs) All
0: right, I'm done. (laughs) I'm done with you, old lady. Get out of here. All right, who's next?
5: So I, I'm
0: like, just like I'm gonna you, pretend you're covered yeah. in the victim's blood. Are you guilty? I'm gonna bre- <laughs> I'm gonna like
5: break down in and like try to play up like my my like uh, uncontrollable sobs that I can't even like talk to them just to just to see if they'd let me go back to my house and like gather myself together.
0: Yeah, the, um, one of the two of the cops will kind of escort you, and but they'll be, they're going to be very careful about making sure that your clothes are photographed and that they're kind of put in evidence bags and all that shit.
5: Okay, uh, I m- mainly I just want to make sure that I d- didn't have anything on me when the cops. Uh, <laughs> Kind of got in there, so you know if there was any way that I could get away from them for a moment, just to like, you know, yeah,
0: like, give me if I can
5: I mean, if I can roll a thing to make it seem like I'm so uncontrollable that I'm just trying to like gather myself and not do anything else.
0: Yeah, for anyone who's seen Fargo season one, this is the moment where Martin Freeman is trying to get the plane tickets out of his wife's. Exactly,
7: plane. exactly. This
0: is gonna be very hard. Give me a D twenty. Fifteen. Ah, dang it! That doesn't quite cut it. I mean, yeah, this is a murder, dude. And these are you're covered in blood. <laughs> oh, I, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. So they find your weed on you, and they'll ask you where did you get this, and or do you come clean about Meatball was my drug? Dealer. Yeah, yeah.
5: Basically, I'm just like, oh no, I just uh, Meatball was a uh, my dealer, and you know, I just uh, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't I don't trust cops. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Sure. Um, all right. Who else? Let's go through like each one of you just like a few sentences about maybe a significant exchange with the cops or like what you would tell them or what would be your take on this situation?
2: Okay, copy. Here's what you're doing. You're looking for a murderer, right? You're looking you're going to look at Dee Dee because she's sketch as hell. And you're going to look at Joey. I think Gus is cool. I think Ricky's actually cool.
6: Andy,
0: pause. You're, you're just so casually turning in your own grandma as like a suspect here. Uh, she raised. Yeah, she helped to, raise uh, you after Harriet died on 9-11. You were you were a mess, and Dee <laughs> Dee was there for you. Barkalo wasn't. Your father was 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 also a mess, and he was like he he was not, he's not a good father. Dee Dee like loves you and yeah. cherishes you.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty messed up right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> shit, man. All
1: right. Just look at his face. So you're telling them,
2: "Papa's."
0: <laughs> listen, I'm giving these papa's.
2: I'm giving these cops whatever they want, so I is, can fucking watch my tapes. All right. Is
4: Barclow in the room as this? Is that, like, when, while the cops are interviewing his child, and Cecil's just like, "Dee Dee is a fucking sketch, motherfucker."
0: No, they they separate them because of the prisoner's dilemma or some shit. Um...
1: <laughs> yeah, so kid. Very, yeah, very
4: ethical with an eleven-year-old.
0: Yeah. Um. So, so you tell them about you tell them to look into Dee Dee and to look into Joey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at Dee Dee. Look at. But Joey. you don't tell them about the tapes.
2: No, nor the letter. No okay. evidence. I'm just trying to get him out of my house.
0: All right. Well, they've already talked to Dee Dee, and and they don't really want to talk to her because she's crazy talking about receipts for like rentals or whatever. Um, Joey, they do come talk to you. What exactly did you tell them about Joey, Cecil? They should look into him. He's a sketch, motherfucker. That's all you say? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, they'll go and uh, talk to Joey. Sam, what do you think uh, goes down in that exchange?
8: Uh, so I'm pretty, like, exhausted at this point, I think. Um, and I'm basically just trying to blow the cop off. uh, You're blowing
0: the cop off? Jesus.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm on my knees. No,
0: no,
3: uh. uh, I was gonna say, that's Jacques job, God. Joey, Joey, (laughs) Joey,
8: (laughs) I mean, I mean, I would assume that I would know these cops, right? Like local because they're local cops. Yeah, yeah. Like we would have some sort of established relationship.
0: Yeah, something. yeah. You might know them, um, but like the lead detective is like a super big stern. guy, super stern. And so I'm gonna say that actually the cops come up to you as you were actually out by your garage, discovering that the lock has been picked, and the painting has was kind of moved, and some tapes are missing. So it's actually while the cops are like coming in and like talking to you you're in the garage seeing these things. How does that interaction go down?
8: Uh well, well listen here officer I just am now coming to find that uh I I don't really know what to do. My neighbor was just murdered and my house, my garage was broken into um I uh I'm kind of at a loss. Uh, I, I yeah, feel... Yeah, you're at a loss? You got sketched? Are you sketched?
0: Because some kid with a weird face told us that you're sketch. <laughs> what would he mean by that?
8: Uh, uh Kids these days? Um... <laughs> I... Yeah, you're right. Anyway, so you didn't kill the guy, right? Uh, ab- Absolutely not.
7: Do you, um... do, do you do drugs? Do you do any drugs? Any weed? <sighs>
8: officer I have two kids and a wife they're not here right now they're on vacation seeing their grandmother oh
0: they're not here are they they're on vacation seeing
8: their grandmother are they yeah I I can shoot all right, that sounds pictures cool. if you want alright
0: we gotta go question the next neighbor just because we're short on time but uh, uh you know don't kill anybody and you should be fine
8: <laughs> alright thanks alright all right, good luck officer they go to
0: uh dolores house to talk to chamey and dolores um dolores is just like oh hi do you want any cookies because i don't bake but uh dd across the street does and they're like get out of the way old lady we we don't we don't suspect you of anything."
1: God damn it.
0: Having great taste in documentaries. (laughs) Now, you, you look like an unhappy man with anger and situations in his life that have led to maybe some bitterness.
4: Is this a cop or a shrink?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The best cops make the best shrinks, and vice versa, they they say. (laughs) And vice versa?
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> <The best treatment laughs> the best I mean well uh, what
7: are you what are you thinking there bud you got some uh got some hot leads um I'm, I'm a I'm a seasoned vet so uh, if I can be of any assistance to you please uh, just let me know
0: oh you're a vet huh understand I Afghanistan?
7: Uh, Minnesota
0: What? (laughs) Sorry?
7: I, uh, I spent many years of my life, uh, gave them up, uh, defending our borders against those, uh, those dirty, uh, those dirty poutine peckers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and and, then the cops are whispering to each other. One whispers to the other. Hey, was the victim Canadian? Yeah, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, you're clean, <laughs> and they and unless there's anything else you want to say to them about Meatball or anybody else in the neighborhood.
7: Well, listen. Before you go, I just I just gotta tell you one thing. I I saw it was it was kind of suspicious last night, and uh, he looks around. They're just in his house. There's nobody that would be listening, but he looks like someone might be listening in, and he kind of gets close. And he's like, there. Uh, I saw someone. Something in the middle of the night last night, it was very suspicious. There's someone there's someone up to up to no good. There's a newcomer. He's a Canadian. Ah! <laughs> oh, <boy.
1: laughs>
7: I saw him stalking around last night. Oh. He was carrying something. Could have been a knife. Could have been two knives. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it was definitely one or the other.
4: Oh man. What is that? A knife
0: <laughs> And you don't tell them about the stuff in Moe sandlers Oh face. no. Nope. that's Mm-mm. so good. Alright. Perfect. So their last stop is uh Gus and Jacques. What um what happens there, you two? And again, um, this is prisoners dilemma, they... so you're not in the same room. Okay. <laughs> so Jacques, do you wanna go first? Or oh, I'm sorry, not Jacques. Gus, do you want to go
3: first? <laughs> Oh, whatever. Wow. It, it's okay. It's um, fine. I mean, if, if the police uh, like question me about what uh, Jamie said, I'll say, oh, he's just upset because I'm pecking his poutine.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Now, do you want to show me how to do the YMCA, the horizontal YMCA
0: down here that since you're
3: here, or... <laughs>
4: Oh, persuasion, please!
0: No, that's I'm not. No, that's not going to be a roll. Roll
1: to you're make gonna... out with the cops. <laughs> roll to make out with the cops. <laughs> I will Adam, say that, that, this, that, that
3: Gus would be a party to this, or else no deal.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: You're saying that you're trying to seduce the cops, but only if you a. Th- with yeah, Gus or five, some or what, yeah, whatever, whatever.
3: Whoever's All right, there. like really? All right. <laughs> the some
4: GM w- moods right here. Romeo D
0: d twenty. If it's a critical hit, we'll go down this. No. Oh. <laughs> with a two, in that, fact, that put that poutine remains unpacked. With, <laughs> with a two, the cop that you're that you're flirting with, just rolls his eyes at you, and instead, like, goes over and like immediately becomes very clear that he's attracted to Gus, but not
1: you. Oh, oh! <laughs> so
8: Jacques like does not knife. get to show him the hammer.
0: Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> no Jacques hammering. Um. So Gus, what? Um, they're gonna come to you for your <laughs> your Mayfield place expertise. What would you right. tell
1: them?
6: Well, I I mean I think I'm gonna I'm gonna lead with you know hey I I know everything about this neighborhood this is this is the best street in America and I'm gonna tell you that you know. You know our history. There's a lot of weird shit that goes down. It went down 30 years ago and it's it still, there's just an air of of, of weird stuff going on. And, and I heard, I heard that, uh, you know, did you did you talk to Barclow? Because he said that there was a, a goat man or something walking down the street last night. Did you see it? Did you see yeah,
0: the videos? Yeah, he, he, he showed us those pictures and uh, we, we did take a look at the video
6: really fucking creepy
0: yeah not like that
6: it's satanists they come here this is the gateway to hell I'm telling you right now like 30 years ago they did something I I know you think I'm I'm, you think I'm crazy but look at the you see on the video it's right there And, and 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 that kind of thing that the thing that happened to that that guy man skinning someone alive that's not just that's not just some guy stabbing someone because he's mad. That's that's sacrifice. That's some kind of ritual or some yeah. some weird stuff. Come on. Look,
0: I hear you. I know. I know that you're freaking out. It's it's scary, um, but hey, mind if I gave you my number? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, in case you wanted
0: to talk a bit more later about flaying skin.
1: Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> I blame TJ
0: mm. for this.
6: Yeah,
1: i look over and, and
6: be like, well, how I... much do you like maple syrup?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to cut away from that. <laughs>
6: <interaction>. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so that's everybody. The rest of the day, the Mayfield Place is on, is on lockdown. It's like quarantined nobody gets to Monty's and chat is the cop Burbage? <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> oh, it was me,
0: Burbage. So the normal stuff happens with like cops going in the house investigating the scene. Eventually they remove the body and cops are kind of stationed out here and they, and they say, you know, we're going to stay here overnight or well you know what? I can't have them stay overnight. They're, okay, they're gonna be like, "All right, well, we got the body. Uh, everything's probably gonna be fine. You all get some good sleep, and we're gonna go back to the police station, and we'll let you know if uh, if anything happens." This probably, honestly, just seems like a freak accident. He probably <laughs> just hope,
4: he, 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 he,
0: he probably just overdosed on some uh, some some being skinned alive. It's going on a lot. It's a big, it's a big problem. Like right underneath opioids in America, people are really trying to skin themselves alive just to get all the filth off. You know what I mean?
4: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! know right on oh, playing. I association.
0: Yeah,
7: easy for you to say.
0: All right. So that is um, Wednesday, October thirtieth. You're all inside. Obviously, Cecil, you don't go to school. Barcolo wouldn't let you, and he's not letting you go to school tomorrow either. He's being protective.
8: So but the bus driver can't drive the bus. Gus yeah,
0: you you're not doing that. Um, they have to get a substitute and a whole other bus. (laughs) To do that.
5: Because you park your bus at the house. Because you made that choice. I like
6: how I think Adam, did you try to fit it in the garage?
5: I
1: didn't.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just the back of it. I like like that it's like half
0: in the garage
6: (laughs) that three (laughs) (laughs) quarters on (laughs) the bottom.
0: Sticking out. Yeah, so in that 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 phone call. (laughs) In that phone call, by the way, to your uh, to your boss at the school, they would say, Well, like you know, I understand that there was a murder on your street and that you care a lot about your street. That's fine. And yeah, we'll, uh, pick, we'll take care of the other kids. But um, hey, somebody told us that they saw you giving a tour in the school bus <laughs> with the sign down of Mayfield Place Tours or whatever. And just want to remind you, you're not allowed to do that
6: okay oh, oh okay i i mean I, I oh man i i what do you say what did you say no more gus <laughs> i i that's okay fine okay yeah you, all you right got me. i'm gonna hang yep. up
0: now because i have to go to handle school stuff it's a school day
6: you're right all right i'm hanging up okay click <laughs>
0: All right, that's what it's going to sound like when I hang up. It's going to be...
6: <laughs> okay, thank you for preparing me. All right,
0: here we go. Are you ready?
6: You're, you're being nice about it, so I don't feel it, like it was as bad of a thing as what you were implying, so... Thi- oh. That's
0: what it
1: sounds like. <laughs> All right,
6: so
0: now... Overnight, night two. Let's see what happens... Did you see
2: my um, whisper, Adam?
0: Oh, um, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great point. Cecil is trying to watch those videos, those tapes that he found. Um, unfortunately, Cecil, they are a from like for a very specific type of camcorder that you do yeah. not have, and um, you ask Barcalow. Um, Hey, Barkley, like, you, uh, you know anyone?
1: I've abandoned my camcorders! <laughs> <laughs> I've abandoned
0: my gadgets! <laughs> I don't have any. Stay in your room where it's safe.
2: All right? Well, do I know of anyone on the block who has maybe a camcorder that would work?
0: Uh, Joey probably does. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God, <David. laughs>
4: So sorry, you should have a lot. I was going to ask if Dee Dee could check in on Cecil and Barklow tonight. Um, the kind of maternal side of her and her interest in in raising Cecil, despite <laughs> knowing his <laughs> recent accusations, uh, just from our chat on the back lawn there. But um, yeah.
0: the cops would have said, like, would have encouraged everybody to stay in their homes tonight and today today, and so if you want to do would you want to do that like after the cops leave
4: how late did the cops leave
0: I'd say about 11 p.m. so
4: Cecil's probably in bed yeah um I might just f- call Barklow on the phone sure ring 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 <laughs> ring <laughs> that's what it'll sound like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Dee Dee, what is it?
4: <clears throat> well, Barry, I was just wondering Did just how. Do you call me Bari? Barry? Barry, <laughs> uh, maybe have a little bit to drink. Barry, okay. um, I was just wondering how Cecil's doing. He seemed awfully shaken up after Meatloaf died.
0: Uh, I think his name was Meatball.
4: <laughs> no, I think it was Meatloaf
0: have some (laughs) respects his name was meatball yeah you know cecil's being cecil he came to me asking he was really pestering me about finding a particular kind of camcorder that would play a particular kind of tapes he seemed all nervous and paranoid but he really he seems that way all the time i guess i wonder if my nervousness and paranoia okay, as a Barry, result of... Well,
1: um-
4: <laughs> <laughs> when, would Dee have a camcorder like this? Or would she um, have a camcorder at all?
0: Roll a d20 on a critical hit. We'll explore this.
4: <laughs> Come on, not 20.
0: We need one.
2: Oh. <laughs> 16.
0: So yeah, unfortunately... Um, From what Barclow was describing based on what Cecil was describing to him, it doesn't sound like the kind of uh, camcorder that you would have unfortunately. Okay. All right. So, now... Click. (laughs) 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 Very good. Um, I'm going to have everybody roll d20s for me again. Like perception checks.
4: 17. Oh, yeah. For Gus.
2: Oh, Joey. Sorry, 19
6: 17. for Gus. <clears throat>
4: 17 for you Dee.
8: Right, 15. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Pest it with me enrolling 18s. So you Lucky did cr- You rolled a crit hit, Joey? He did? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Does
7: he get to make out with the cops?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: Is a oh, shit.
0: Damn. Okay, how will I play this? Um Huh. That's tough.
8: Just for uh clarity, the second roll the 18 was a misclick.
0: Well, I need so for I'm sorry for narrative purposes, I was going to have you roll at disadvantage <laughs> because uh just, you know, you're all fucked up and you're like you're unhinged kind of because somebody clearly broke into your garage and shit. So I don't see the 18, but I'm going to make it an 18 just because I, I don't, I can't think of a way to make the crit hit work with story. I'm I'm sorry.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Cut out that last part.
0: (laughs) Okay. So during the night, some things happen. Luckily the cops are gone, so they can't get in the the middle of any of this. (laughs) Um, Gus rolled a 19. Gus and Jacques with a 17. So you both, you actually both might... Um, I rolled a 19 Didi too. with a 17 too. Who rolled a 19?
2: Gus and Cecil. Yep.
0: And Dee, what did you roll? 17. All right. Good. I'm just going to take the 19s, I think. But Gus, you might wake Jacques up. It's up to you. But so Cecil, okay. You, you are very paranoid and looking out toward Joey's house. Obviously, oh, yeah. you're paying very close attention. That's, what, that's right. And you actually, um, I don't know if you would go outside or not, but at the very least, like you have your window open, you're, you're like focusing on Joey's house, and you actually do hear some weird sounds from Joey's basement. The only signs of life coming from 669 Mayfield Place are lights shining nice. dimly through the opaque glass of the narrow cellar window. I'm going to pause, by the way, and just give credit where credit's due. Sam wrote these little descriptions for me because I was nice. to swamped. So thank, thank you, Sam. Sam, for this. Beautiful. So, and I'm going to say, Cecil, that, yeah, you actually do... Can you, would you sneak out of your house?
2: I'd at least be on my roof.
0: I'm going to have you sneak <laughs> out of your house to investigate. And the, the, the chill of the air seems to intensify as you draw nearer and nearer.
2: Oh I'm going to catch you, Joey. Joey,
0: I'm coming for you. <laughs> and for some inexplicable reason, you're finding it impossible to avert your gaze and turn away. As you approach the once seemingly undistinguished house, from inside you begin to hear something churning, mechanically wrenching about unrhythmically. Through the glass and wall, you then begin to hear muffled screams, building into a small chorus of almost inhuman screeches. As the screams reach their apex, a blinding light flashes from the window and a massive explosion erupts from behind the wall. Shaking the ground around you, the screams immediately go silent and in their stead, a single chuckle begins. Twisted and maniacally, it grows into a full cackle. Then that too dies away. The mechanized churns slow to a stop, and then the light of the basement flickers off. Creepy, huh?
1: <laughs> so creepy.
0: And then, immediately, suddenly you see a silhouette of a, of a face in the window. In the ah! Light. And that is, uh, I'm gonna say that that's Joey's crit hit, or 18, or whatever. He sees, he sees you out there. <laughs> it's just your
7: normal breathing
0: um I'm gonna have to narrate Sam If you, unless you're strongly opposed to this I think that what Gus sees as he kind of he steps out for breath of fresh air and to look over Mayfield place this is later in the evening probably around like 2 a.m. He comes out and he sees Joey, your car pull down the driveway at, yeah, two in the morning without its headlights on. (laughs) Joey, you leave. You have some something that you need to do in the middle of the night. Can we, is that okay? I don't know what it is.
8: Yeah, I, I, I know what it is. It's all good. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. All right.
0: No headlights, Gus says, much the way Art did in the movie 30 years ago. <laughs> and so now Joey isn't home. And Jacques, I'm going to say that you heard Gus get up and walk out. And so you're going to come out and see the lights leave. Oh, Zuta Lord there. No headlights there. And DD <laughs> what did you roll?
1: Seventeen, same 17? as Jack.
0: So you two are going to see Joey's car leave at two in the morning. And so however you guys want to handle this, it's up to you if if are you out on the I, I imagine Gus and Jacques are out on the porch. I don't know if Dee, Dee is
4: Um, yeah, I think Dee, Dee would come out at this point, um <clears throat> to kind of watch the car go by after it passes do
3: we all notice each other as well I mean I will say that I am whiter than the milk in your fridge because I'm Canadian so I'm (laughs) glowing in the dark
0: yeah no I I mean I'd say anybody who's out right now at night like would see each other yeah and you all like kind of share a look of like where the fuck is Joey Molesandler going
6: yeah like I'm gonna say like i wonder I wonder if he's heard something from the his wife and the kids or something. Is something wrong? That's weird, right? Because I don't have any reason to suspect him, I don't think at this point.
3: Uh, right. Yeah, you don't Gus, yeah. Gus, Gus my, my, my dear child let's let's go. And then uh, Jacques go will. Sort of, uh, he'll sort of motion for you. I'll explain everything there in just a second there when I got my accent back there. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cecil would run to the to the bench in the middle of of the neighborhood and and just be like, okay, everyone, here's that chance.
6: What? What's happening?
2: Most has got some shit going on, all right? I don't want to say nothing in front of the cops, but I found some creepy tapes. I found a
3: bunch of skin jars, all right?
6: Now's skin a chance.
3: Jars? Skin? Yeah, skin, skin? jaws. All right. Now's the chance. Jacques will sort of look meaningfully at the other two and say, "You know, I think this kid here is telling the truth here because I know some things about the mole slammers that I-, I I heard some things there." And he'll look meaningfully at Gus and say, "You have two there." I- yeah, I I'll, I'll I'll I'll
2: get Ricky and Chimmy, and uh, you guys go start start in on that place.
4: Um, I'm gonna grab Cecil and tell him not to let Dolores come. Don't wake Dolores.
2: Uh, you guys something against uh, Dodo there, Didi?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think she's up to any good.
2: I'm watching you, Didi.
0: Just so you know.
4: I'm watching you. Cecil, I'm always watching you. Go get Ricky.
1: <laughs> uh, Alright, so I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna accelerate this a little bit. Chamey, you come get Chamey. Chamey joins you guys. Um, you're going to the house. I'm going to say the front door must be locked. So everybody give me, everybody who's going over to the house, give me D d20. 16 for Jacques. Not 24. Beautiful oh, not 20. guess. Damn. Nine. And Cecil with a not 20 Oh also? yeah, Cecil. Hell yeah. So Cecil and Gus like work I am together hyped. yeah <laughs> and they actually find a way to unlock this door with one of gus's credit cards
1: yes.
0: beautiful <laughs> and the credit card does not break oh <laughs> which is amazing all right so you guys get in and i imagine you're all are you headed straight for the basement jacques definitely
3: would um also, Jacques has his slap and stick with him. Just in
1: yeah, so. okay.
4: <laughs> um, I would grab Cecil again and say, are, do, do you think he has a camcorder? <gasps>
2: How do you know what the camcorder is?
4: I talked to your dad, kid.
2: You, you're right. He's got the. He had all the tapes. He's got to have the camcorder. I'll look for the camcorder. Good Good job, Didi.
0: So Cecil,
2: oh, are you looking for Granny? Kind of...
4: <laughs>
0: You're looking around the house for the for the camcorder specifically. Yeah, yeah, totally. The others are going down
4: the basement. Um, I would not leave Cecil alone. I mean, I would let him like look, but I would keep, I would stay on whatever floor he's on and make sure he's okay.
0: So you're looking for the camcorder, and actually, I'm going to say that S- Sam. Hopefully, you're okay with this. I'm going to suggest that the that while the camcorder would normally, I think, be in the basement. It is actually on the kitchen table, and it's open. I think it looks like Joey realized that he was out of tapes, and maybe that's where he was going. He was going to get some more tapes, maybe among some other things in the middle of the night, but he was running to uh, the 24-hour Walmart for some more tapes for this camcorder. Maybe. You would deduce that, I guess. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> <Not true>. the <laughs>
0: others of you are going down into the basement. And so if we maybe we can kind of cut this... These two scenes back and forth. So as as Dee Dee and and uh, and Cecil sit down and put in the tapes that Cecil found into the camcorder, the others are walking slowly, carefully down into the basement, and you find a light, a little string, one of those strings that you have to pull to turn on like a dim light in the basement. And Chamey, you're, you're kind of taking the lead and maybe Jacques is... Or you, maybe you two are jockeying for for the lead here.
7: I'm actually following uh, Jacques just so I can keep an eye on him.
3: And I have yeah. both of my tasers drawn.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jacques
3: both. is shirtless um, in his uh, boxers with a uh, slapping and stick. And he is sort of Ooh, cautiously going down the stairs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, probably in the so- lead.
0: Yeah, so you go down and you um, find a a light string, you pull that, a a dim light comes on. And when you turn on the light, you see (sighs) that, you know, down here, you've all heard, Gus, you have been... I don't know if you've been down here before. No, Joey's never let anybody down in his basement. So, Gus, you've always been really curious. Like, is that furnace still down here? Like, oh, man, like the old Klopak house. Yeah. There is no furnace here. But there is something big in the middle of the room covered with a tarp. You can't quite make out the shape,
6: but it is very big can I push past everyone and, and go take a peek under the tarp?
0: Yeah, you can take a peek. It's really dark. You can't make out what's under there. So you feel like you'd have to remove the tarp to kind of reveal okay. what's under.
6: Yeah, I'll peek and then as if it's too dark, I'll throw as back you, a corner.
3: As you go to peek, um, Jacques will sort of say, Oh, oh dear, no, no, not not just Gus. Here, let, let me let me help you too. And he'll sort of grab Gus's hand and sort of look back at Jamie.
6: Oh, yeah. uh-huh.
0: Nice. And as you guys are about to pull the tarp, we cut back to, to Cecil and Dee Dee, and they're playing, they're playing a video, and we don't see what they see, but we do see their eyes narrow because they're seeing something that they didn't quite expect. And we cut back to the basement, and the tarp is removed to reveal... A huge, terrifying, uncanny-looking horse. <laughs>
3: That's actually upsetting in its own way. There is a horse... Chaney shoots
1: it.
0: <laughs> you, try to, you try to shoot it. It's not a... So, there's a horse in the basement, and Chamie, I'm gonna let you say the line. I can feed it to you if you want. Yes, please. You keep a horse in the basement? And you can yell out, he keeps a horse in the basement? He keeps a horse in the basement. <laughs> and you look closer, and it's actually it's not a real horse, so your attempt to shoot it or tase it or whatever didn't do anything. It's actually a mechanical horse puppet. It's flanks, hides, and sinews built of steel, leather, and aircraft cables. And we cut back to Dee Dee and Cecil, and they are watching... What do they see in the tape, Sam?
8: Okay. uh, So (laughs) the tapes, they're, they're kind of old and, you know, dingy and, like... My recording quality was not super high, but you can definitely make out me in the middle, and I, I'm working with something that's uh, you know perhaps a slightly older version of what is before everyone in the basement. and uh, I'm singing like an expressionist opera uh, in a really intense scene that is uh, my Joey's life's work) <laughs> Uh, his, his uh, hopefully is soon to be seen on Broadway, uh, opera adaptation of War Horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs>
0: so you're seeing... <laughs> yeah, so you guys are seeing that on camcorder. Um, you guys have removed the tarp. You see this mechanical horse. I don't know if any of you would be familiar with... <laughs> the play or, or mu- movie War Horse, would any of you? Uh, I mean, Jacques yeah. would probably say,
3: Equus wasn't a musical there. <laughs> <Bah>!
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah. And then eventually, yeah, maybe Dee Dee and um, Cecil will come down and show you the tapes. And, like, I'm sure you're all really bemused by this, uh, but it it, I mean, it does seem like there's no murder happening here. Like, whatever whatever Cecil saw in the garage seemed to be equipment for making like hides for like these, like mechanical horse and stuff. He's making the hides out of his victims. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> <laughs> you <can> stay paranoid. <laughs> um, accurate, the accurate. only other thing I would say down here before you guys leave and try to maybe leave everything the way it was, um, you also do find a desk full of like musical composition sheets Gosh. and there is an easel with like a large pad of paper on it with what appears to be some kind of uh, scale tracking the thematic, I guess I'd say tension of a, of a piece of music. And at this point in the composition that shows up on the easel right now, the, tension scale seems to be at about a nine which is just a little inside joke for people who love that line in the movie as much as I do when Rumsfeld says to (laughs) about a nine on the tension scale there (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that's just having watched the movie many times I had to just give it a shout out all right very good. Sam, why don't you give me a D20 roll to see if uh, your luck kind of comes out, like how close to them leaving you're, you're showing up. A 12. Yeah, you're pulling up. I mean, they're able to, like, put everything back in its place where they found it. Just and, I, and I'm assuming that you all, I mean, do you all want to confront Joey or are you trying to get out of there without him knowing you were there?
3: Um, I mean, I will say that uh, Jacques is actually looking – further in the basement for other things if there's like any other like shall we say open earth or anything like that uh
0: where i don't know maybe hidden treasure might be hidden i don't know who knows Yeah, yeah sure give me a give me a d20 16 16 yeah i mean you're looking around you don't see any um like un like like any unearthed like dirt or anything. Like this is actually a pretty polished basement. Like it is like carpeted down here. Um, um Sam Except
3: for the horse hole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Sam, what what is there anything else about your efforts, your project, the Warhorse project? Any item or something that you in, imagine he might find
8: with a 16? Uh I mean not, not anything that no one else would have seen when they were down there. So yeah. no, yeah. I, I don't think so.
0: And as you're looking around, um Jacques, somebody would say down like, uh, I think I think he's I think he's coming back. I think I see his, his headlights. They're on now for some reason. So we gotta get out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so you, had, oh, okay. you all are able to kind of disperse and like some of you actually have to go around the back of the house, like to go that way so that he doesn't see you walking out on the sidewalk or anything, but you all are able to get back to your homes without being spotted by Joey.
2: Um, I'll confront Dee, Dee before I say goodnight for the night, and I'll just say, well, if, if Joey is not the murderer, then wait a second. Okay, Granny Dee, Dee, I need you to be honest with me. I found a note. Well- in in Opfen... Opfenman Opfenmenheimer's place? <laughs> and it seemed to be from you? Threatening them. Can you explain that?
4: Well, of course I can, Cecil. You remember how... Meatball was always up in everybody's business... And always being kind of weird, right? So you killed him? No... Cecil, I don't kill people. Meh. I don't kill meatballs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm listening, Granny. I'm listening.
4: Cecil, listen. Sometimes the world is more complicated than are you a killer or aren't you a killer, okay? And in this case, your Granny's not a killer. What happened was... Meatball moved in on my territory. One day you'll understand, Cecil. Okay. And I just needed him to tone it down a little, keep the heat off of us. It's only a few more years before I convince your deadbeat of a dad that we need to move to Florida, and I just need everybody to stay calm until then. So, you know, I just sent him a little note to kind of remind him that this is my turf. That he's he's on my lawn. You know, Cecil. Do you get it? Kinda, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you okay. doubt your granny?
2: So do you keep
4: after? Listen. It goes Sylvia, Kevin, Cecil. That's the order, buddy. Your top three in Granny's book.
2: That's, wait. Who's Sylvia? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Those are my dogs. Oh, your
2: dogs! Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, okay, so Joey's not the killer. You're not the killer. Dodo. Wait a second. The music from Warhorse. It started with Do Re Mi.
4: No, in Opferman's house. I found a receipt. That yeah. made me think that maybe Dodo had been in Meatball's house recently.
2: Do we know anything about Dodo having a goat head or
4: anything?
1: Is <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: I I mean I've known Dolores for a long time. Have I ever suspected her of?
0: Weird Owning a goat head?
4: <laughs> Being a goat? Yeah. Satanist? No. No. I mean, no. Dolores
0: has never... You've never seen a goat head in her house. All you know <laughs> is that Dolores, like, just loves Gus. Like, Gus is her pride and joy, and, like, and she's just so sweet and kind. Like, you would know that, like, when Gus was 14... Dolores moved here to into this house, the old Peterson house, because of how much Gus loved Mayfield Place. Like, she loved him so much that when he turned 18, she made a deal with him that if he went to community college, she would buy him the old wine gardener house next door, so that he could live on the street next door to her. And yeah, it took him like fourteen years to graduate with a certificate in <laughs> museum studies from <laughs> from Hinckley Hills Community College, but he did it, and he earned the old wine garden house that he lives in now. And like, and Dolores has been there and supporting him through all of that. And not only that, he like, she loves his ex ex husband and lets him live in the attic. Like, she's just a sweet old lady and would do anything for Gus,
2: even murder. I yeah, would, I was going to say the way you're saying that
0: anything. All right,
4: oh, so, oh, so no. I think,
1: Granny. Dolores,
4: <laughs> <laughs> you you go ahead. It's your moment, Cecil. No, 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 Granny. It's it's a, it's a fine. You, you're telling
2: me about this thing. Uh yeah. Is Gus's business been bad lately? Like another murder on the block might make it
4: better. That's kind of what I'm thinking, honey. I think she's trying to drum up business, or at least, you know, give Gus what he's always wanted. He wants the drama. He wants the story. He wants the news.
2: Oh my God, Granny!
0: Yeah, it's Dodo. Wh- wh- All do right. We suddenly, where are, where are there are flashing uh, police lights, lights coming up, um, because they must have received a report that there was some movement out here. So I don't know. You might want to end this interaction and. Oh shit, uh, Granny the po <laughs> <laughs> po.
1: <is> <laughs>
0: so I'm gonna let's, you...
1: let's just
4: watch and like we watch through the window. Like you can, I mean, I there seems Y'all perfectly can... plausible that Cecil would be at my house. Yeah, yeah. I'll come in. Yeah. They're, not,
0: they're not doing anything. They're just kind of circling around. They're just keeping an eye out. They don't see anything suspicious. Um, it is about like it is about um, three in the morning at this point. And they, they circle around and they, they leave. Um, Shit, Bar- you do get a call from Barkalo, Dee, and he's frantically, I mean, do you answer?
4: Yeah, I reassure him that Cecil is spending the night over here.
0: Oh, oh, oh thank God. I thought it was going to be another 9-11.
1: Barry, oh. take a goddamn <laughs> Xanax.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would love to take a Xanax, but the doctors won't prescribe it to me anymore. I don't know what to do. Please
4: just come over.
0: All right. Barkley will come over, and there's a nice little this is actually, it'll be a nice little family yeah. evening together huddle I 100% together.
4: give him a Xanax.
0: You give him a Xanax? Okay. He, he, he takes one and he immediately uh, falls asleep.
2: As he does, like, Granny, did I'm glad you're not a killer. I was yeah. really rooting for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome all. All right. nice, I'm glad dear. you
2: didn't kill Meatball
1: hey
4: that's better dear <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm,
1: be gonna, honest,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna fast okay. forward here so you guys are you guys are able to yeah. kind of fall asleep in peace you feel really safe with each other actually and yeah the night passes and in the morning you wake up actually and Barclow is is awake and he's looking on his phone And there's a garbage truck actually coming through and picking up all the garbage that's been set out. Um, Hopefully you all remembered to do that the day before. Oh, shit. Um, The garbage truck is picking up the garbage, (laughs) and nothing eventful happens with the garbage men, but they do, one of them does look at uh, Mole Sammler's mailbox and turns to the other and says, did you know that Mole Sammler is German for rubbish collector? Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting stuff. And then they keep going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and thank
0: thank you, Sam, for coming up with that name. And then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> so maybe the garbage truck starts waking people up. They wake Cecil and Didi Dee Dee up and you wake up and you see Barcolo is his 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 face is white. And he's looking at the, the the doorbell cam on his phone. And he shows it to you, and it shows yet again a really creepy-looking figure, the same figure from before. A human figure with the head of a goat walking. And Barclow has actually made some adjustments to his doorbell cam, and he's actually... He had put up some other security cameras so we could see a broader range, like a swath of the street. And it was in the security camera footage that he sees footage of this figure with the head of a goat snooping around the statues in the island in the middle of the cul-de-sac. It's looking around, looking around. You can't quite make it out because this, this camera's footage this isn't the best quality. But at a certain point, it seems to give up. Its back is to the camera. You can't really see. But it stands still for a while, and then it leaves, and it heads again east toward the Oppermann House. Although, again, with these added security cameras, Barclow's scrolling through the different footages, and he sees that actually this figure walks to kind of the left, to the north of the Opperman House before it goes out of view of the camera footage. So he would show this to you. He would, and maybe you, yeah, walk out. Um, I mean, it's up to you guys. You see that. Would you share it with everybody else? Everybody else would be waking up and maybe some of you forgot to put your garbage cans out. So you're hurrying to like set those out um, before the garbage truck leaves and gets to your staff. Yeah,
4: I would tell Barry to summon summon the troops here and, and meet at the statues. Danger! Yeah, but, danger!
0: Brooklyn, Brooklyn.
4: Calmly, Barry! <laughs> calmly!
0: <laughs> so does everybody gather?
5: Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the, my front yard and be like, is this going to end with
0: somebody else getting skinned? Because I'm not coming out if that's the case. Gus, <laughs> Gus can I ask you, um, is it okay if you decided during all this and especially during all these like this this creepy stuff happening could could you have decided that the halloween festival the party the block party is now going to be a day-long thing oh heck yeah yeah so you actually were like setting up things like in the middle of the night or not but early in the morning i mean sure
6: yeah and i I was actually even gonna i was gonna make little offerings at each of the statues i guess before i knew that there was something going on with the statues i was gonna put a glass of orange juice in front of ray peterson's and a uh, maybe one of those oh, beef oh. sandwiches perfect. from down at, the, <laughs> down at deli. the deli in front of arts and then animal crackers yes. in front of in front of uh Oh
0: yeah, oh. That's yeah. fucking perfect yeah so you do that <laughs> those are there um You've presumably maybe gotten Jacques to help kind of set up tables, and I mean, I'm going to let this kind yeah of, yeah like, crowdsource. Like, you guys can kind of paint a picture of what what this festival would look like. But um, that's already getting started. Jacques also would have like motioned to Chamey to
3: come out and been like, "Oh, oh yeah, help me spread these these tablecloths,
0: would you?" And Gus already has like music playing and shit. And this is when Montpolo's when totally. coming out and, block, meeting, danger, danger! Where's and... Mr. Moslemmer? Is he here yet? Anyone seen Joey? Uh, not yet. I don't know. Joey, what's your, what's your, what are you doing?
8: So, I guess now's a good point to ask. So, they put everything back, but I don't necessarily remember someone replacing the tarp over the horse. Did this happen?
0: I think they I think they would have done that. Yeah, but go ahead and give me a D20 to see like as an investigation just to kinda of see if you saw anything out of place.
2: I'm sure Cecil left something.
0: Yeah, with a 17, what do you think Cecil left or like got no, wrong? The camera, no, the camera. The camera. It was still playing a
1: video game. Still card. has the
0: tape inside of it. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: And it's been moved like downstairs.
8: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what you discovered, Joey. Yeah, okay. Um so I guess what inferences can Joey draw from this? So someone someone broke into his garage and then his house and was able to get into... Well, Cecil didn't go down to the basement, right? They would have eventually joined in the basement, and like they yeah, would have all compared he, notes and
4: yeah, narrated that we went downstairs, joined them, and showed them the
8: great, videos. Okay, okay, all right. So that that clarifies that little bit up for me. So
4: it's up
0: to you. Like, if you, do you feel comfortable going out for this meeting? Or are you just hiding inside, being like, "God damn it, somebody knows my secret"? Uh,
8: y- yeah. I, I, I'm I'm probably staying inside right now, actually. Okay. Um. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
0: All right. So everybody convenes. Uh, um except for Joey, Dolores would kind of come out. She'd stand on her porch and just kind of watch. Um, and yeah, um, Barclow shows the footage that this figure was kind of snooping around the statues. And so anybody who would like to look around the statues, I mean, the the very first thing you will discover is the uh, the things that Gus left, the kind of, what, what word did you use for them? Offerings. Offerings. So that'll be kind of fun, like, I mean, is definitely looking, and he's like,
6: what is this? Did that goat <laughs> figure leave orange juice and animal crackers? What goat figure, it's back? Ah, I'm just, I, that was just me, that was, I did that.
0: Oh, okay. So anybody who would like to be looking around the statues for anything odd, um, everybody give me a roll, a uh, d20. I want
4: to be watching Dolores. As this is happening. Sure.
1: Oh, 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 oh dear.
3: I will say Jacques is actually, um, is, is like Joey looking out of his curtains. Like, like w- would it be noticeable if like Joey was in his window, like watching this happen? Cause it was pretty loud. This call to action, right?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Joey, are you looking out the window or are you hiding under your
8: sheets? Um, I I'm actually uh, gonna do a slight retcon here, uh, and I I, th- I think I, I think Joey does step out, and he's like carrying sheet music with him, and uh, as as he steps out of his house, and he he just is incredibly distraught and like kind of shouts into the void that is his neighborhood, um, my. <laughs> My my life's work. It's it's rude. Who who did this? Who stepped into my house? So
3: Jacques will sort of step forward and uh, take um, Joey's hand still holding the music and Jacques will say You know, X With wasn't a musical dare, but it might be a good one.
0: <laughs> Come on out <laughs> uh. Um, I mean, <laughs> so while Jacques is comforting Joey, and kind of yeah, trying to um, assuage some of his shame right now, um, with a with a one Edith, you're looking at Dolores, and you are just watching her, and she's actually dressed up like Mister Rogers. Oh my God! And you are. <laughs> Well, I mean, like not, not like not, not exactly like, it, but like her clothing just seems it's her freaking, Halloween costume in a weird way. It just seems to like suggest. No, you know what? Yeah, it's, it's her Halloween costume. <laughs> She's dressed as Mister Rogers. That's perfect. Yeah. And and seeing it, actually, like you were just so like, oh my god, Mister Rogers was this brilliant soul and. It just encouraged people to trust each other. And <laughs> yeah, I've, just, been, I've got
4: the Mr. Rogers, yeah. like, would you be mine? And all of your you just, be mine? Just all of your distrust
0: of Dolores just melts away. Ricky, are you doing an investigation also? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, sort of. I'm, I'm kind of just, like, keeping my distance
5: and, you know, kind of just surveying the group. Not really surveying. Like, I'm not really interested in being traumatized again. So like I'm kind of yeah, stepping yeah, yeah. back and watching everybody else as they yeah, look sure. to see if anything weird happened.
0: Yeah. So Chamey with a 15, and this is perfect because Chamey is a veteran and he yes, was he drawn is. to the, the, the Rumsfield statue of uh, sure. Rumsfield holding the walkie talkie. And he's looking around yeah. and he's, and, he, and you're kind of looking and you kind of see something. It's a, just a bit out of your reach but there seems to be something stuck in between his hand and the walkie talkie. And so you actually motion to to Ricky, like, come over here, give me a hand. And Mm -hmm. so Ricky, you do that and you're able to help him with your 19. You could give him a, like a leg up or something. And, and Jamie, you pull out from, from just in this little space between the walkie talkie and the hand of the statue, a Ziploc bag with a piece of paper inside of it. And if you open it up and you unfold the piece of paper, mm-hmm. the piece of paper says 666 MP dash red Oak. And since we're kind of coming up on having to to end, I will kind of get us through this 666 Mayfield Place is not an actual address on the street. It it showed up in the movie when the nine and six six nine turned around and it became six six six. But if six 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 did exist, it would be over here between Barcolo and Opperman's houses. And there is, in fact, a red oak tree back (gasps) here in the corner. This piece of paper seems to be pointing that direction to the tree. You go to the tree. Jacques brings his, uh, he has a separate hockey stick for digging. <laughs> I do. As <Yes. laughs> Canadians do, yes. My digging stick. You dig, you dig around the, at the base of the red oak tree and you find a metal box. And inside <gasps> the metal box is just another piece of paper with the words, I know what you've done, crossed out. And underneath that are the words, in a different handwriting, moved to a safe location, dash R-P. (gasps) And you're all standing around and you're like, R-P. Gus, what do you you think of the initials R-P?
6: Uh, Ray Peterson.
0: Ray Peterson, yeah, and everyone's like, "What? What does this mean?" Ray Peterson. Ray Peterson, and Dolores is is uh, is here, and she would say, "Oh, let me let me see that. Oh, oh, move to a safe location, Ray Peterson. Oh, oh, you know what? That does remind me, Gus. That does remind me that uh, there was a box of things in the old Peterson house." When uh, when when we moved in, and I didn't want to tell you about it because I knew that it would just it would just give you a heart attack. Even at 14 years old, you would have been too excited about it. But there was a box of things, and it ended up in the attic, actually. So I don't know what what he's talking about here, but maybe it's up there to the attic.
1: <gasps> yes,
0: to <Okay>. the attic. <laughs> and as you're and as you're going past, um, there is food out, by the way, and there is uh, on the food table. There are some sardines and pretzels. Would anybody yes. want to eat any of
4: those as they go past? <laughs> My favorite. Yeah, mm. I would I would
0: I would
7: pick one up. Yeah, definitely. Only if it makes a nice meaty crunch yeah. when you bite into it. Yeah, when you when you <laughs> yeah. bite
0: into it, when you bite into it, this sound happens. Sam actually sent me some sound effects and one of them was for like gore or something or other, and I listened to it and I was like, nah, this is sardines and pretzels. Here we go. <laughs> This is what you hear and anybody around you hears as Ricky eats sardines and pretzels.
1: Oh God. <laughs> mm.
0: delicious. Oh. Yeah. All right. Sam So now <laughs> Sam, thank you, Sam. Yes. <laughs> So now everybody's going up into the attic of the old Peterson place. Jamie, you've been living up here on like a little camping mat. Not even like a real bed.
5: Mm -hmm. I'm going to stand by the food table and be like, guys, meet me when you come back to the next location that I point you to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're in the attic. And yeah, surely enough, there is a box kind of, uh, it was behind some other boxes. Chamey, um, you wouldn't have even seen it. Um, and you pull it out. And just a few things in this box. There's an old red toolbox. There's a copy of a book called The Theory and Practice of Demonology by Julian Carswell. And it's inscribed on the inside. It, it's signed uh To Ray Still my best friend. Aww. Signed, Art. Aww. And there's also a VHS tape. And it says, and the VHS tape says, For Ray. in kind of a nice, feminine, neat handwriting. To the VHS player. <laughs> <laughs> so Ricky's the only one in town who actually has an old VCR. So you come out and you say, the, the next location is your VCR. Oh, <laughs> perfect. I'm glad i <laughs> waited by the sardines. Wait, you have wait. You set up a VCR by the sardines. Okay, no, no, you're all going. No, I was just waiting by the sardines
5: uh, for them (laughs) to find the next location.
0: Perfect. Okay, (laughs) you all gather around the VCR. You put in the tape, and on the screen, um, there's actually at first there's just like,
5: oh, what region is this? Because mine's a pal (laughs) p a l VCR.
0: Parker, whatever you have, plays the tape.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and at first, there's something recorded, like from some. Te- what, what, what should be recorded on this? I haven't. What would be good? Like, if something was recorded, if somebody taped something on a tape in like 1991 or something.
2: Yeah, the X-Men, could be on there, like theme song.
0: Do 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 do. Do, 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 like, was their next X-Men do, 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 do. TV show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's oh, yeah. animated. It was amazing. Good. Oh, yeah, their son had it taped. I forget the son's name. It doesn't matter. Um, but then it changes. There's some static. Dave. Dave is the name? Okay, good. Of course, yep. Gus slash KT knows that. That's perfect. Their dog's name was Vince. Vince. And Walter's dog's name was Queenie. Queenie. All right. And then there's static. And then... There's a tape of a, of a figure who's just turned on the camera. And then sh- this figure kind of backs up and sits on a couch. And it is Carrie Fisher. Well, not Carrie Fisher. It's Carol Peterson. But you know <laughs> it is.
2: <laughs> well, it is Tom Hanks. So it's- right. It is Tom Hanks.
0: <laughs> and she sits down and she takes a deep breath. She looks into the camera and she says... Hi, Ray. I imagine by the time you watch this, we will have already done plenty of talking, plenty of arguing, plenty of crying, I'm sure. So I wanted to record a message for you outside of all that while I'm feeling calm and clear headed for you to maybe watch while you're calm and clear headed too. I know you don't want me to leave I know you think we can make this work. And if you still resembled the man that I married, maybe we could, but over the past few years and after what happened with the Clopex especially, you've changed. You've become more angry, afraid, distrustful. Your friends bring it out in you. I've told you for years that you need to find new friends, but you never have now you've become something I never thought you'd be. Just another one of the guys. Ray, you, Art Rumsfeld, you're such men. In an ideal world, that wouldn't be a bad thing. But in this world, I hate to say it, it is. Your egos are so caught up in, in being heroes. Christ, they're st- statues. But, but for you, and Art and Mark, being heroic means being suspicious of the world, being antagonistic towards it, and always looking for an excuse to, to be violent. All in the name of defending what's yours. And I know you think that's honorable. I know you think that's what being a man is all about. But honestly, Ray, it's patriarchal nonsense. It's bullshit. And Suzette and Bonnie agree with me. We've seen the three of you become the worst versions of yourselves. And so we're leaving together to become the best versions of ourselves without you. If you ever get back to being your old self again, that version of you that was gentle and trusting and at peace with the world, The you that could relax and enjoy life when he went on vacation. (laughs) The you that once dressed up for Halloween as Princess Leia to my Luke Skywalker. Then you can come find me. And we can talk. But until then, goodbye, Ray. And then she gets up and leans around the camera and goes to static again. And then it goes back to the X-Men TV show. So who
2: killed
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, I'm gonna, that's perfect. I'm gonna cut. I mean, like, I want that to be the only dialogue before we cut away. But I'll leave room. Does anybody any anybody's <laughs> characters like faces? Are you looking at one another? What's on your face? What's your reaction to that? I'll let you paint that picture before we cut away.
3: Jacques will take Gus's hand and then very tentatively offer his other hand to Chamey. Uh
7: Chaimie was just looking down like at the floor at his shoes um, and he catches the sight of this hand coming in and he... Doesn't move his head, but he just slowly reaches out and, like, barely with his fingertips takes his hand.
0: And at this point, I'm actually going to go back on what I said. I'm going to let there be just maybe one or two more lines of dialogue from Ricky. If there's anything that Parker, that, you, that Ricky would want to say in this moment, I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine if it didn't come up. No, I don't think it's no, that. I, I think it's funny. Like, I love this that, like. Okay. Right before we Uh, cut away, you say what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, hey,
5: uh, Gus, uh, just, you know, don't be mad, but um, there was kind of an ulterior motive when I had you download that uh, Daddy Finder app. Uh, well, you know, I kind of modified the, the app so that it would only match you up with one specific person who is actually my estranged father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> over all
5: these years, uh, who, who, uh, yeah. So Jacques, I'm your son that uh, you you donated some some uh, sperm a long time ago, and I don't know. I found out that you're my dad, and. I just wanted to reconnect with you. Cause I've been in the foster system <laughs> for <a> few
1: years.
3: <laughs> Jacques will look at you for like a solid 10 seconds and say, Oh, come here, dare my boy. And then <laughs> pull you into a hug as he's still holding hands. family group
0: hug. That's fucking that's, Canadians that's everywhere. Very sweet. Um, Oh, Dolores Henry will will come in, and she'll say, (laughs) Oh, by the way, I killed Walter. (laughs) 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 But, But I had a good reason. I saw that tape. I saw Carrie Fisher do that nice monologue, and I feel really bad, and I think if Mr. Rogers committed murder, he'd admit to it. So I killed Walter, but that's because at the dinner party, he pulled me aside, and he was making fun of you, Gus. And he was talking about how you're crazy for thinking that anything exciting could ever happen here. And so I killed him because I would do anything for you, Gus. I love you so much, my silly Gussie boy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Did you, you were
3: right. You guys
1: well, can call
0: the, call what the cops. What about Meatball? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. wonder who killed Meatball. Huh and cut away. <laughs> and, we cut to, and we cut to a couple of streets over. It's still in the morning. People have kind of already started getting up and going to work. And we see a figure, we follow from behind a figure, walking, trying to be casual. And it has a goat head. And it stops and the camera comes around, shows the goat head, and then the figure takes off the goat head, but the camera follows the goat head and we don't see whose face it is. But this person has stopped at the end of the street and all we hear as the camera lingers on the goat head at this person's side we hear a vaguely familiar but weirdly distorted voice say, God, I hate this street. And as the camera zooms back out from Mayfield Place to reveal Hinckley Hills, Des Moines, Iowa, and the United States and the earth itself, That concludes tonight's game of Helpful Goat Presents The Burbs 2019. I am sorry for the cliffhanger, (laughs) but if you enjoyed this, please follow us here on Twitch where we are simply Helpful Goat or subscribe to us on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. We are a small independent game design firm and could really use the support if you'd like to know more about us, our streams, our company, or our upcoming projects, you can visit helpfulgoat.com, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at helpfulgoat, or check out our Facebook page at helpfulgoat. Thank you to everyone who played tonight. I hope you had fun. Oh, we all did. It was, oh, it was yeah. awesome.
4: excellent. Yes. Oh, well. Fisher was the goat man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I would love to hear everybody's theories um thank you also to everyone who tuned in and for listening i really hope you all enjoyed it and from all of us at helpful goat gaming we wish you an excellent evening good night
3: good night good night good night
8: bye
3: y'all come back now you hear